Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. Honestly, getting um, Ash and James out of the studio after a show is an absolute nightmare. Can we... um, can we set up a meeting with with Denny for later in the week, as soon as possible, really? Because it's um, it's just, it's so unprofessional. I mean, that's how I would describe those two: unprofessional. Anyway, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
eyes are broken, I can hardly say. But the more you gain, the being certain, the more it drifts away. I like that song. It's inconsequential. It's not who it's by, although that's a great name for an act. Inconsequential. But that, um, I like that. I remember hearing that, um, years and years ago, um, 20 years ago on my Sony Walkman radio as I was walking, um, I think it was either on Capital or Radio One uh, when they used to play like quite good music. Anyway, that's by the by. Evening, dear listeners. Thank you very much indeed. We're going to, um, uh, I don't really know how to do the show this evening, so it, it, it might stumble a bit. It might not work. It might be interesting. It might be really boring. I don't know. There's a way to sell three hours of radio. But, um, hmm. I'm a big fan of, um, phoning radio. It's kind of all I listen to. I've started listening a bit to music radio again. Now I've rediscovered, um, Stuart McConey and Mark Radcliffe. I quite like them. Um, but, but, but generally it's phoning radio and it will be. Shows on talk radio, it'll be, you know, it'll be, um, Paul Ross and, um, and James, well, despite the fact he's a disgrace to broadcasting. Um, I also listen to shows on LBC, um, except when they're too toxic. Um, and, uh, Radio 4 and, 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 you know, things like that. And it's for ages and ages, it's really confused me. As to why it's mainly men that phone in to phone in shows. It's mainly men. And I thought that we'd, I thought that we, this show, had kind of um, hit, a, hit a balance. About four or five months ago, um, I thought we'd hit a balance where it was a nice mixture of men and women, fo- women phoning in. Um, and it was about, I would say about 60, 40 in favour of men. But that, that, I was quite pleased with that because that was still, um, struck me as unusual in terms of, uh, uh, broadcasting. And I did talk ages and ages ago when we kind of first started here about doing a, a show one night where only women could phone in. And some people got really angry about, oh, don't do that, it'd be rubbish. Oh, don't do that, it'd be rubbish. And, um, I wasn't feeling fully confident in my powers then. Um, as you, you know, new station, you, you, you kind of get in the lay of the land. So I didn't do it. I, I, I kind of changed my mind pretty quickly. Um, but tonight, women only calling in, please. 0344 499 1000. That's the rule, right? Women only calling in um, with a vague idea of trying to work out why more women don't phone in radio shows i guess that's the question why don't more women phone in radio shows that's the question i suppose in its simplest purest form now i have a few ideas i have a few ideas but i'd like to hear your ideas i'd also like to hear what the industry and more pertinently what this show can do to encourage more women to phone in. Um, 
my first thought was that it's 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 a male dominated industry isn't it it's primarily blokes that are on the radio doing the phone-ins you know it's it it is paul ross's and me and james and the ferraris and o'brien's and um i really struggled to think of more than a handful of women phone-in hosts um only until recently five live had hardly any women on after Victoria Derbyshire went, they was ever, everyone was replaced with blokes. Um, but now they've got Emma Barnett. Um, we've got Yasmin Khan. But most of the... Mm, I'm, uh, I'm really trying to tread carefully, and maybe I'm trying to tread too carefully. I mean, the, the, the kind of biggest female names in phoning radio are Julie Hartley Brewer and Katie Hopkins, who are... Um, um, in my opinion, quite manly, quite masculine in their presentation style. Um, so we this now. This may work. This may not work. It may be an absolute car crash. We may get no phone calls. We've got one. Fucking see Angela's on the switchboard already. Um, and we may abandon it an hour into it and go. Well, that didn't work. That was interesting, but that didn't. Well, that was boring. And that didn't work, and I'm desperately trying to make it so it's not... I'm not mansplaining anything, which I think... I don't like that word. Do you know what it means? Let me tell you. I just did a joke. Um, and um, I'm trying not to be patronising, and I'm trying not to make rubbish jokes about it. I'm genuinely curious as to why um, uh, fewer women phone in speech-based phone in shows than men and if there is anything that we can do, I can do, Catherine can do, Ed can do on this show on this show to redress the balance a little bit 0344 499 1000. I also realised by saying only women can phone in, actually we might be missing out on some um, good suggestions from men, but I, I want to stick with that rule for uh, for a while at least. And let's see how we get on. And we have had nights. When we do the new callers nights, we, uh, I, think, I think I'm right in saying we get more women than men phoning in. It switches back the other way. So is it because it's a male-dominated industry? I'm not convinced by that because women speak to men every day, don't they? they speak to men, so I don't know if it's that. Is it because um, I'm a bit blokish? That's a possibility, you know. I'm, I'm, I like to think in my head, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not blokish at all, and that um, I uh, convey an air of everybody being welcome. But I, I do know that actually I can be quite blokish. That's my sort of when I'm feeling tired and down. That's my default setting. That's my my go to. So is it that? Is it that we just talk about stuff that you're not interested in? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. And I'm kind of scrabbling around. And I thought I had this, this, this intro, this, this opening, you know, monologue worked out better in my head. Cause I was thinking about it as I was driving in and I thought I had it worked out, but actually now I'm saying the words. Now they are coming out of my mouth. I don't actually know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find. Let's start. All right. Let's start with. And, and you, by the way, you can call in about anything. Usual rules apply. It's not three hours of this necessarily deconstructing, you know, phone and radio. You can still call in about anything you want. That, that 
that that's there. But let's start with this. Why do um, so few women phone in um, phone in shows? There we go. Let's start with that. And see where we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, some people are getting angry. I've had an um, a, an email from Roy. If you're so concerned about lack of women in the media. Why don't you fall on your sword and give up your job to a female on talk radio to redress the balance? Problem solved. Well, it doesn't work like that, does it, Roy? If, if, if I quit, the chances of them um, then going, oh, Ian's quit after he did a show about women not calling radio stations, we, we'll replace him with a woman. It's unlikely, Roy. So it's, an, it's a cute idea, um, but it doesn't work. Uh, so th- that's a shame. Why would you be angry that we? I'd be asking about it. This is the, the, the thing I don't understand. Why? Why would you be angry that I'm asking? Why don't women phone in radio stations? I mean, that's all it is. Uh, but also, Roy, you do raise an interesting point. Um, because you, because part of the problem might be I am a man. I don't know, and part of me is wondering whether me and Kath swap for the evening. <laughs> that face says no i don't know if um catherine come and come and um come and join me i i, I don't know if, if if we were to swap roles for um ed stop stuffing your face and answer the phones i don't know if no, we it's not really the point is it no and it's not really the point but it did it did, did it, it did cross my mind that that might be nah. a way of guaranteeing it being less blokish. It does get a bit blokish well, sometimes. And I was acutely aware that on New Year's Eve we had four gentlemen in the studio with me. Yeah. Um, and, I, and that was my fault for getting the maths wrong. I did, I, I did want to mix it up a bit till Valentina let us down. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. But the thing is, you don't need... Go on. I don't see that you have to shift the entire... Huh? The entire voice of the programme no. to get women to phone in. I think that very few people in general phone in. Yeah. It's just something about some blokes that means that they're more likely to ring. Well, we've, we have people on the switchboard. Let's go, um, let's go to Angela. Evening, Angela. Evening, Ian. Happy New Year. Uh, well, now, are we doing that? To me, to me, the Christmas tree's gone now. Yeah, mine is. Yeah, every it it, it feels like it's done now, mm. doesn't doesn't it? Does it not? Does it not feel it's done for you, Angela? No, it's boring now. <laughs> it's still. It's. I mean, it's still technically mm. Christmas. Well, yeah, yeah, until Saturday or Sunday. I think. I think as of tomorrow, when most people's kids go back to yeah. school, right? That's when lim- that's when limbo's over. Um, yeah. I'm, well, I'm going to a pantomime on Friday, Friday matinee. Mm-hmm. Um, get this, Angela. I'm taking the boy. I, I didn't realise that I had the boys Thursday and Friday, and I'm going to. They're not at school. They don't go back to school till next week. I'm going knackered, so I was looking for something to do where you could sit in the dark and have a sleep. Yes, right. for two hours. And um, the the Mr. Tumbles on at the Reading Hexagon. Oh, so I booked, you signed fun. Yeah, so I booked tickets to, for the boys to go and see that because I look a bit panto. But here's the thing, Angela. Mm-hmm. It's a big venue. 
they've only sold about 43 tickets for this show. It's literally half of the front stalls, right? And um, I've, I've been to a late panto before. There weren't many people there. And I felt acutely responsible for everybody's fun and enjoyment. So I'm there giving it all the yes! Oh, no! He, all of that. And I'm going to feel... I'm going to have the same discomfort um, on, on Friday. Why would you feel that way? Because I would do that. Because I'm nuts, Angela. That's why. Because I'm nuts. And <laughs> I, 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 I would feel that I, I, because my brain is not wired properly. So I will feel that the whole every is everyone having a good time? Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah. I'm not, but everyone else is. Oh, it's so tense. Last time I hated it. I felt embarrassed for the performers and don't. All right. That's what they make their money from. That's that's that sorted then. <laughs> like, do you know who Mr. Tumble is Angela? I've got an idea. I can't remember this time of night. <laughs> no, exactly. And uh, neither can mm. he, bless him. Um, so, anyway, Angela, you've called him. What have you called him for? Um, I've got, I got a bit of a problem. Um, oh. What it is, <laughs> I've got shingles on my hip. Oy. All around my hip. And, um, and, you know, I've got a bit of a few mental health problems. Yes. And, you know, before Christmas, I spoke to that guy, that Samaritan's guy, Oh yeah, the um, um, the gentleman, the, the Scottish gentleman. His name escapes me now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, on the next day, I found some courses at the library. Oh yeah. So I was enjoying it, and and I was doing an adult clearing mental health issues. Yes. They're bringing it in. They're bringing it in now. Okay, hang, hang on, adult colouring. <laughs> yeah. So you do, you, you do colouring in. Yeah. This is this is um, this is all the thing this year. We want the big Christmas mm. presents. We're colouring in books for adults. Do you go over the lines? No. Good. I did very well. Good, good for you. Well, and what kind yeah. of stuff are you colouring in? Well, I did some Christmas ball, balls things Christmas last balls, year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mm. didn't <laughs> no, we, we all chuckle at the word balls. And um, I've got um, to copy some stuff my partner will tomorrow. Yeah. But the issue is I have. I'm going to miss my mates for four weeks and I'm worried about my mental health dropping. Because of your sh- cause the shingles are going to keep you yeah. isolated. Mm. Um, uh, Did you ooh. say you're going to miss your meds or your mates? Mates. My mates. The, oh, right. the mates at uh, the colouring in class. Oh, right, got you. Uh, all of them, because I do um, a so class in the first day. Yeah. Uh, a book for every month. Shingles, uh, and... shingles isn't contagious, though, is it? Yeah, it can be. Can it? Oh, I thought, I thought it was. Um, I didn't. Isn't it like grown up chicken pox? It's a yeah. Little, it's a little bit more I had it last year. All around my stomach. Yeah. And oh. now, because cause cause I can't, it can't clear up probably being a diabetic. It, it's all well, it doesn't, once, once it's in your system, it's like herpes. Once it, I think it is yeah. a form of herpes. Once it's in your system, you can't get rid of it. And if you get poorly, yeah. my mum gets it from time to time. If you get um, poorly or run down, then that can just flare up. Whoosh. Bishy, bashy, yeah. Um Well, have you got, can you talk to your friends on the phone or on Skype? Well, I've got. A good nurse next door. She works for NHS. Yeah. And I've got my friend Bernie. She's okay about coming in. She's gonna make sure I'm all right tomorrow. In the partner. Yeah. But I like to get out, so he has a break. Yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Got interest. I seriously worried. It's a t- it's yeah no it's a tough one, Angela. When um you know when you got a, a funny head and you know what I mean by that and but uh, you, routine and and being sociable is is an important um part of of feeling halfway decent. And when you you're struck down because you're poorly because you got shingles or you got the flu or you got whatever and you've got to stay at home, um, it's hard work, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I had to bad asthma attack a few weeks ago and had a bad cold as well. Oh, mate, you're having a right old um, run of it. Why are you so unhealthy, Angela? Are you eating no, enough know. vitamins? Oh, yeah, I've got them. Well, I've but are you eating fr- are you eating fruit and vegetables? Because I don't buy these vit. I, well, I do buy them, but I don't believe that these vitamin. I've seen them come out whole before with the kids. Sorry, mm. what they take? Why are you studying? Are you Doctor well, Julian McKee? Oh, you know, if I've got I don't notice. I have to double check with one of them. I don't look at very it. slapdash. Um, but, well, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, I, well, Angela, li- go on. I do eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. Good. Well, um, listen, I, d- I don't really know what to say. Obviously, there are the Samaritans, if you feel, you know, desperate. Uh, you can listen, you know, I find that um, when I go days without seeing people, which I do from time to time, um, I get, and this will sound really um, wet, but I don't mean it to because it's sincere. I get great comfort from listening to the radio. I do. I don't like telly much, but... No, I, I, don't, do. I don't like telly. Telly's so... Um, Boy, there was supposed to be. There was, I was excited because there was a Peter Cook and Dudley Moore program on the other day. They'd found loads of lost sketches and they'd rediscover them for the first time. And then someone emailed mm. me saying it was rubbish. They had about four sketches and the rest was padded out with talking heads. Oh, jeez. <laughs> What's up? So I don't. I don't. I don't watch TV. Angela, no. keep listening to the radio. I will call I into the I... radio more. There we go. I call will. call into the other shows as well. I do. I, I'm a bit shy in the day. I spoke to Bob. Bob is it? Last Bob week. Mills. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Lovely Bob Mills. How was he? Was he yeah. good? Yeah, he was good. And um, um, I'd like to see one day with the radio with, with your all your pictures. Well, they did that. that. Would be great. They, they, um, <laughs> they, I'm pure released the radio mm. about six years ago that w- was like it had pictures on it and stuff, and mm. I had one. They sent it to me because I'm. A, uh, but I never used it because I, d- I kind of don't like the pictures, and it was like a little webcam screen. I don't, I don't, I like it all, the pictures to be in the head. Every time I've seen somebody um, who works on the radio, um, they've disappointed me because it's not the image that I have in my head. Mm. Yeah, keep, keep it in the head, Angela. Keep it in the head. <laughs> That's much better. Hey, listen, I hope um, things um, that work out yeah. for you, and I hope you get a bit better soon. I just hope there was more women on the radio. But uh, I kept saying to my friends, um, I said to my partner, I apply for a job at the radio, yeah. and, and the around just said, it better be night time. Yeah, <laughs> Angela, listen, I'm it's terrible. nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. And it's thanks for you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. You were, what was it, one of the bosses? I always get the boss wrong. One of the bosses... Yeah, it was a male boss. What did they say about women presenters? I was presenters? trying to be helpful. Yeah. Because I was getting a bit of flack from certain men who were old enough to be my dad. Yeah. I always think that's odd when someone will ring up to tell someone that... Well, not even ring up, send letters in. That was when it was proper bonkers. Yeah. Because to send a letter in, you've got to um, think There's about it. Yeah. yeah. It's not like sending a drunken text, which you get oh, these you, days. You, you send it, you, you, so I, was, I was saying the other day to um, to JP on the Christmas show, on the New Year's Eve show, just, anyone can watch a TV programme and think, that bloke's a tosser. Mm-hmm. Get me, what's his Twitter handle? Right, you're a tosser. And it's done. Literally, within 30 seconds of having the thought, you've sent a message direct to that person's telephone. Yeah. So, but 10 years ago, it yeah. was that people had to find paper and pen and a we've got got to find the address and most people would give up at the stage of trying to find the address there was this one guy i still remember his name and he's still blocked from all my social media because yeah. he's there and, you know in back he's not of my the head. one that turned up is he 
No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he liked me yeah. a bit too much. Um, this other fella hated my guts, yeah. hated me because I'd replaced someone who he liked. I had yeah. nothing to do with that appointment. I hadn't gone after somebody else's yeah. job. I was just handy and cheap, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, so I was doing this job and trying my best and this guy was just on at me all the time and also sending in weird lies about me. And do you think that's... Because I've had that, I've replaced someone. Uh, and it's like if you do a cover shift for someone for two weeks, just the amount of abuse you get. I, You're not the usual presenter. I actually think he's been stoked up by the person I replaced as well. Oh, really? Yeah. But do you think that you got it worse because you're a woman yeah a young woman right. and you know university educated wasn't from round here right, from right. what they knew actually I was I'd grown up there um, so it used to send all sorts of things in say, saying that he'd seen me out and about doing all, you know unspeakable things in public well he hadn't seen me may or may not um, saying he knew I'd had an abortion I hadn't really yeah yeah really like far fetched stuff really specific stuff it's true um, anyway so I went in to speak to my boss um, you know I was about it must have been about 25 or something. It's a Quite long, inexperienced. Long, 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 long yeah, time ago. Yeah, many, ages ago. Many years ago. Long and, time ago. And to reassure me, he said, you know, the thing is, Catherine, people don't really like hearing women on the radio. It's unusual. He said, actually, other women don't like hearing women on the radio. <clears throat> I, um, I always find that staggering. I have a, a friend called Jeff. I also think it's bold. Yeah, I do, I do as well. I I, I want to hear people that are good. Mm-hmm. I, you don't care what what, what what gender they are, what colour they are. I just want to hear people that are good. I did hear the games master, what was his name, Patrick Moore once, saying yeah. that he doesn't like women on the radio because he, he finds it hard to hear their voices when he's in the car. But that's dependent on the voice. Well, that's some men quite, with that's very high-pitched good. voices. Um, Jeff, my mate Jeff, who, you, who you've met, um, he's a lecturer at a college in, in Kent, I think it is. And I went and gave a talk there about maybe a couple of years ago. And it was all, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-old, thrusting young things, all full of spark and life. And there was a young lady there who, I guess she was 17 or 18, and she told me that she'd gone to... She wanted to be a radio presenter, yeah. right? And um, she had everything you need to be a radio presenter in that she could talk and she could hold a conversation. And she was bright. Yeah, that was it. That's all you need. And well, she had those things. Ha- have have some life experience, I think, is also handy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But but she had the basics, yeah. right? And she was telling me that she had gone to... Um, a universe she wanted she wanted to be a presenter and she'd gone to university to sign up for like a media course or whatever these things are um and the lecturers all said yeah why don't you focus more on production because you're not going to get a job presenting because you're because you're a woman wow they said that to her they actually said it to her and she was telling me this and i was i was i was gobsmacked that's you know, that's over a generation away from me. My generation got it wrong. That, but that's a 17-year-old young woman. That same um, boss, who actually was bat- gunning for me, yeah. in, in a good way. He was batting for my side, but yes. he just put it in a He was a lesbian. Way. No, what I'm saying is he was... He <laughs> made re- myself he, laugh he, with that silly he, joke. He believed in me, yeah. you know, and I was also cheap, um, and did what I was told. But he um, also told me that I should use my sex more. Oh, what, what does that... Sorry, I don't know what I that means. I think that means that I should... I, I, that there are certain subjects that women are better at, but I don't think that's necessarily true either. Do you want to see something funny? Let's go for a break. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, 
344 Sorry, that was a private joke. I was Ed was eating his supper, and I, that's why I threw to the break very quickly. Yeah, it sounded really rude the way you left it. Yes, I know. I, I know, <laughs> and I realise that's, that's why I've... Um, <laughs> I've uh, but so we, we left with um, a, a boss telling you to use, use your, your sex. sex more, yeah. What does that... that does I, that mean, you know, be flirtatious, make innuendo? Hello, yes. good evening. I, I guess. I don't know what you... Let me use my sex. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> so I'm, so, I'm so sorry about that. I, I was um, I was having a fit. <laughs> good good evening. Good evening. Um, I think he might have meant that, that I had to chat the old men up. Good evening. Hi. But you do that, then you alienate the women, don't you? I don't know. I don't understand it. And maybe some people are getting quite angry with us. Good. Um, Keith has uh, emailed in. I prefer men callers, Ian. I listen tomorrow. Okay, fine. Don't bother. Um, some people are saying <laughs> don't don't overanalyze it. it but, but but maybe we are overanalyzing it. But I think it warrants a conversation. Yeah. I think it warrants a conversation, and it's not as well thought out as you, you know some of the ideas that I come into the studio with. But there, there is something bubbling around in the back of my head, and I would like to try and get to the bottom of it if at all possible. Oh three four four. Also, guys, I know I've got ovaries in that, but I'm the producer, so I'll decide what we talk about. <laughs> Will Guyot, um, who has, I believe, has murdered Fevzi, the gadget detective, wants us to swap for a bit. Um, but, the, uh, uh, but, the, and we might, we might get swapped for half an hour or whatever. But I'm also aware that by, by me saying, "Well, hey, Kath, why don't you do my job and I do yours?" That two things. A, we've not talked about it, so no. it's, it's, it's unfair How to you. How qualified you in like media law and stuff? Well, the, and this is the other thing. It, <laughs> it's slightly demeaning towards your role for me to go oh i'll go and do but i'll people, do your job for people half just an hour. think i answer the phone don't yeah, they? yeah no exactly exactly uh, so that's why i'm 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 not and i don't want it to, to i don't want it to sound like a we've got a wacky feature no, where i'm no. gonna go and answer the phones for 30 minutes and let's see how the little lady gets on <laughs> God, I used to self-produce a drive time show <laughs> every single day for like I can do it, but I can't do it like you, and uh, and that's the point that everyone yeah, everyone yeah. does it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, and we, they've uh, employed you to do this job, not me. And also, yeah, for me to, to kind of walk out for half an hour is is is, is terribly. When we've not talked also, about, also, I'm it, not getting paid as much as you, so why would I? Well, that's true. That's true. Um, Jen, good evening, Jen. Hello. Hello, Jen. How you doing? You're right. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much indeed. It's kind of the the irony I'm aware after you just saying about the hello doing that voice and then I come on with this voice. Well, it's, uh, it's not it, is that not your real voice? It is my real voice, uh, but oh, husky. I I do. I mean, I came on before when it was the new caller show, and it was yeah. me and Barry from Watford. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> and the first thing you were doing was talking about my voice, so I have the opposite end when. I'm talking and I do a student radio show and things and you oh. have the opposite thing of not being taken seriously because of sounding like this. People think you're putting it on. Oh, that's it interesting. Up. So people, what, what, people think you're, you're, you're using your sex to, to coin yeah. the phrase that Kath was, was told. Oh, oh really? Exactly. Yeah, they well, actually, going overboard. Uh, remember when Mariella Frostrop kind of first started? Yeah. She started on TV, didn't she? Didn't she do she like did. a late night show on Channel mm-hmm. 4 but, or something? But that spawned like a whole load of sound alikes. And in fact, now, if you listen, there's a lot of continuity of uh, uh, announcers yeah. that have got that voice. But also, know? there was a, oh, listen to her sexy voice. Well, I that's her voice. 
her voice. Yeah, that's, that's her voice. It's very distinct. It's unique. But because it's a little bit husky, I imagine she's a smoker. I don't know. There's a little catch in it. They go, whoa, her voice. I know, and I really wanted whoa. a voice like that as well. But, also, but you can't make yourself have no, it. And also, yes. she's incredibly intelligent yeah. and talented. But the, yeah. the reaction is, whoa, that voice. Whoa. Yeah, but men get that. Men get that. Who? Name, name one man that's got a, a sexy, sexy voice. voice. Oh, Isaac Hayes. Tom Hiddleston gets idolised for his voice. People say, oh, I'd listen to him read the phone you know book, what? things I've, like that. I've never heard him speak. I've never, I suppose I've never heard him speak. He's very eloquent. He's very received pronunciation, but he's got that very controlled delivery. We, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere, I think. We, 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 this is going to be like my, my boys over Christmas. They got this um, dinosaur box set so it's like books and stuff and you also you get a big lump of rock and you've got to chip yeah. away and you get little bits of dinosaur out and we're, we're very slowly chipping away at this big lump of rock um <laughs> i can't think of one man that presents a phone-in show that uh i can't think of one man on the radio that's got the gig because he's got a sexy voice yeah i could probably think of okay mariella frostrop um the lady who does Desert Island Discs now, my mind has gone completely blank and I can't... The, the Scottish... Oh. Kirsty yeah. um, Young. Kirsty Young, Kirsty yeah. Young yeah. Uh, has got... A, yeah, but she was also incredibly attractive and they were TV women, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Selena I Scott. Think as, mm. I think as well as the voices, in terms of why people don't phone in, yes. it's potentially confidence in the sense of in day-to-day life when I had an office job you'd try and give an opinion or you'd try and talk and you'd get talked over or shouted down and there's that old chestnut if you i'm a confident woman if i give my opinion you get called bossy or get called arrogant i've yeah. lost count of the amount of times i've been called that and oh, now yeah women are always women, women are, are always or they're strident yeah why, why yeah. can't they just be you know why can't they just be sure of what they're saying yeah, you're just giving an opinion. You're just giving what you think. But so and, why don't you, mm. you... And you've called up tonight, which is brilliant, and you called up on the new caller. Why did you feel you could call up on the new caller's show as opposed to a, a, a normal, in inverted commas, show? I think it just gave you the push to. It gave you a reason to, because it was something different. It was something fun. Because normally I I listen to the radio a lot. I have it on in the background, or I like listening to what other people say, and I listen to it for entertainment. And it gave me the push to do it. And ironically, me phoning up, someone was listening and heard me on there, and I then ended up getting a presenting job out of it. Boom! Yeah. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's brilliant. Yeah, because they heard me on... It was um, Watco heard me on your show, yeah. and then I ended up getting a show in Mansfield from hearing me on your show. Really? That's oh, good, yeah, good, good for you. He's one, of, he's one of the good guys, Watco. He, yeah, he's he, lovely, cares, yeah. he, he cares a lot about... Um, good radio so oh well that's well that's brilliant news there we go look fantastic um, it's worth a, yeah more people should phone up it's but, worth it well you've got a job out of it well there we go what, what are you going to get tonight you're going to win a million pounds hey i heard you're yeah, on the show i'm going to give you a million pounds <laughs> um but you wouldn't do, i mean what other radio shows do you listen to jen uh six music right uh talk to talk radio radio one local stations right. listen to lbc sometimes there's something controversial and, and, and going do on do you ever do you ever call into those would you ever f- feel that that you'd want to pick up the phone and contribute to those it depends on if it's something that i'm confident in because particularly things like music is my knowledge my yeah. specialist subject and also Sometimes it depends on the host as well. That was something you touched on earlier. If it's a particularly argumentative or possibly intimidating host, mm. you do think twice about calling up because not only do you then have 
to deal with them, being argued with or shouted at. You then also have the social media response, like Kath mentioned. You can get people tweeting you, sending you abuse, and it depends on the nature of the show. So if it is something that's quite volatile or argumentative, it does put you off. Do you know the thing I used to get a lot from, again, older men? They resented me talking as if I knew stuff. I actually remember them saying that she talks with great knowledge about things that she can't possibly understand. I mean, they would, and they meant things like the news and stuff. And I thought, well, I've been a journalist at that point, probably about 10 years. And actually, at what point do I win my badge? And am I allowed to, you know? Meanwhile, actually, I was working with men who were younger than me and they pretended to be older. Yeah, yeah. And they're still pretending to be older. I know. Well, there's a gentleman we work with who was significantly younger than than people imagined that he was and you weren't even allowed to hint at his age. No reference whatsoever because they felt it undermined them. And I wonder whether that's the thing that women don't... Or maybe I... I always wanted to be authentic. Like, when I was at... um, journalism college we had voice coaching lessons but i didn't want to change my voice too much because i didn't want to do a voice i yeah. wanted it to be mm-hmm. about what was coming out of my brain yes. whether or not that was nonsense at whatever point but you know what i mean i didn't want to be putting it through a filter because i think people can sense that and that puts people off because that's the opposite the similar thing i had with having the low voice we've had voice training and they're saying use your head voice more be higher and more energy and oh. like, the way and you smile when you're talking show yeah doing a breakfast show it's all perky and that's not me it's quite hard to keep up if it's not your natural register and it's a lot higher but it's about appearing more approachable and more friendly and because there's nothing worse than a miserable woman (laughs) (laughs) or just sounding too sultry like too late night sort of thing rather than perky breakfast and giggling and being a great name for a band again guys (laughs) jen listen thank you very much i I can't believe you got a job out of phoning in that's incredible, isn't it? Gosh, I wish do. I could get one. Well, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Penny, uh, Julie, and, and Dana, we'll we'll come to you in a bit. Uh, it, it's it's. Uh, You've got this. Do you want me to do one? Do you, what do you want to do one? I don't mind. Let me do do, do one for a bit. All right. Um, but I just I'm just trying to say that it's not. It doesn't have to be heavy all night. No. You know. But this is I interesting. I think it's interesting. Isn't it? And I also well, is I've got it? a few theories. I remember when I was at school, we Your had one... Your timekeeping is I know, awful. I'll tell you in a bit. Go on, then. Thank you. I'll, I'll stay for a bit longer. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, I should say, by the way, me and Kath are doing some live shows. Yeah. Um, including one on uh, February the 9th. These are all in London, because we tried to look at doing them outside of London, Birmingham specifically. And um, I was talking to someone who was very helpful, then they vanished. Mm. And then I was talking to a, a, another venue that were just really vague, and I would send them a message and they wouldn't reply. And so we, we, they're all in London right. until we can find a venue outside of London. But if you're listening now and you know of somewhere, give us a shout. Don't hey. be shy, because we would Don't really like to take the show out of London. Ian at ianlee.com, if you want to know. So, um, so we've got a show on Sunday the 19th of February. Then we got the last performance ring on the 26th of February, but that's sold out. It's the last one for a while. Yeah. Probably until the summer. And then we've got another one of these shows on the 26th of March. So, it's only a few quid and you get to see me and Kath live, live in concert. Live. <laughs> in concert. A little, little bit blue. Something for the dance. Well, I did sing a cappella last time, yeah. didn't I? Uh, basically, we're going to sit on a stage um, with three microphones and Skype and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. That's what we're going to make gonna a happen. podcast. Yeah, so uh, you're more than welcome. If you want tickets, d- d- tickets are available. Uh, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian-Lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash I-A-I-N 
dash LWE. Mm-hmm. 19th of February, 26th of March. Abbott, you're going to be at the start of something great. Right. The start of something great. Um, uh, 0344-499-1000. It's, it's w- women only. Um, Keith's back. I'll be back. Good show sometimes. Thanks, Keith. Sometimes. Uh, Women only. And I I don't want this to be heavy all night. Although it might be. I don't want to dictate it too much. Um, But I'm really curious as to why more women don't phone radio shows. That's kind of the main thing. Uh, Primarily this show, I guess. Because I really did think about three months into this gig, we had a really sweet balance of about 60% blokes, 40% women. And some nights it it would swap and it would be the other way around. And it's dawned on me the last couple of months of last year... Um, sometimes we wouldn't have women calling at all, and at, at most we'd get t- two, mm-hmm. one or two women calling throughout a show. We were trying to work out whether more women rang when I wasn't talking to you. Yep. Whether more, you know, or how it worked. But I don't think it's that. I don't think it is. I I just think that for some, for whatever the reason may be, women have we've got three lined up ready to go, uh, but have dropped away from phoning in this show and phoning radio in general and so there are two there are two issues i guess why do fewer women phone speech radio in general and and why do they have they stopped phoning this show and what is there is there anything we can do about it or is it just a question of or does it just flag up the fact that women still aren't as confident as men yeah or don't feel and this is this is going to sound and i don't mean this is an insult to the men who phone in or yeah. the people that phone in don't feel as entitled to come on and voice their opinion as other people but again it's a it's a specific type of man because th- that phones in because you know there are lots of men who are not confident yeah. you know uh, as part of their daily life so it's it's a specific yeah, type of person that calls in nut jobs. They're all nutters. <laughs> They're not though. They're not. And I, I was going to say to you, and I am going to leave you to it because I, you know, oh. I think you got this, love. I um, do wonder, yeah. and it may have changed since I was at school, but I remember one of my teachers in particular making a big thing about the fact that when you've got a mixed class, fifty-fifty, yeah. um, the women, the girls will sit back because they don't want to. They don't want to. Um, the boys don't mind making wallies of themselves women do yeah whether it's because of them trying not to look idiots in front of other people whether it's them trying not to draw attention to themselves in front of other women i don't know what it is but there's something in that i don't know what it is it's very clumsy of me i know but uh, well, this is i'm the, throwing the, it in there well this whole 50 minutes has been clumsy because i would neither of us really know what we're trying to get at we know there's something there's something there but i can't see it i can't quite get you know normally when i come in and do a show and i talk at the top 15 minutes i've got an, i've got a vague idea of where i want to start and where i want to get to and um I, I haven't got either of those things today there'll be a teacher listening to this who knows what we're trying to get round to it may start as early as that. I don't know. Julie! Hello. Hello, Julie! Hello. Well, just to address the point that Kath said about um, women not wanting to make idiots of themselves. Yes. I was made the part of a joke on the Christmas party eve. What was... Um, what 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 joke are you talking... I don't think we did any jokes on the Christmas <laughs> Eve show. We didn't do any jokes. Very straight. I'm not going to repeat it. Where I was beautifully cut off, um, just as I was launching into a song, but I didn't mind that. How long did you? How long did you carry on singing for? (laughs) A little while. (laughs) (laughs) It it was funny, and I didn't think, "Oh, he's done that because I'm a woman." How dare he? No, no. Um, It was. It was was very funny, Um, and I just think I don't find you too blokish, and I never sit and listen to the show thinking 
oh, this is too uh, male-centric, why aren't there more women callers? I just enjoy the callers or not enjoy the callers, regardless of what, what sex they are. Um... Yeah, good. Well, good. I'm glad. Why? And you, but you, and you call in uh, regularly. You call in regularly. Yeah, yeah. No, you do call in regularly. So, um, and I'm also really aware. (laughs) I'm trying to tread so carefully because I don't want to just be like, you know, going with my big hobnail boots. And I I want to understand this genuinely. Um, And I'm also aware that you don't speak for every woman, and Catherine doesn't speak for every uh, woman. is there an answer to why more women don't phone? Because if you listen, I listen. I listen to James O'Brien and Nick Ferrari and Paul Ross and James Whale and um, and other you know presenters, and it's all blokes phoning. Unless James is do- James O'Brien is doing every now and then he'll do something about giving birth or, uh, or something you know something that is specifically only a woman could answer with experience, and then he'll get loads of women calling in. But generally, it's bloke after bloke after bloke. I think that the um, confidence bit maybe does come into it slightly, yeah. I, I would say. But, I mean, like I said, I, I can't talk for anybody else, only myself in that it just it doesn't – I don't find – there's no topic of conversation where I would think, oh, I haven't got anything to, to say about that. But it would just be if something piques my interest. But I don't know what your, what your listenership – um, what the proportion no, of No, I don't have the breakdown either. For, for, so for it, it, it could well be that actually, if there's only, you know, 10% that are female listeners, yeah. well then that oh, would kind of. It's a blokey. Yeah, I, don't, it's I, don't, a, I don't think there's anything in particular. No, it's a blokey station, you know, with, 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 with a lot of the adverts so? for, for Bill. Yeah, I, I think, well, the talk sport definitely is. Um, and and you, you can tell that this is, is kind of a blokey station because a lot of the adverts are aimed at, at blokes, you know, you know. But, but the show isn't blo- blokes, because when you said, am I too blokey, I'm not quite sure what you meant by that. T- talking about dicks and wangers, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Cause I, and I do sometimes, I do get a bit, um, you know, g- g- male geeky and generalisations coming up, guys, you know, bang on about the obsessive musical trivia or video games you know th- things like that which i i don't think generally appeal yeah, to women generally. in the same way that, that they do to men um well again i can only talk to myself in that music trivia bring it on i love it when you talk about the stuff like that but um i don't know i see i think that if it was more like if you said well let's have a, a woman's 10 minutes of the show let's talk about needlepoint and cooking or something yeah. very... Uh, I'd, I'd be more offended by that. Yeah, oh, exactly. And that's why I'm deliberately, deliberately not going, right, OK, well, let's... We're going to get women phoning in, so we're going to talk about Celebrity Big Brother and periods. You know, I, I don't want to do... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because that is how yeah, some yeah, people would do it. Some people to get... Yeah, to, the, to, the only thing that kind of... Um, I, it's like one of the... You said somebody had written in saying, oh, well, I don't want to listen to the women all the time, thank you, so I, I'm out. And to me, it's like... Well, that's a little bit blindsided, but you know what? If you don't like something, t- turn it off. That, that's fine. But um, I think anyone as well who listens to the show, who hears um, Kath, will know that she's a very erudite, smart, dynamic, uh, the woman. <laughs> the wo- well, I, do, I do like the fact that, yeah, she's referred to as the woman. Julia, listen, thank you very much indeed. I, I think, I, as Julia was talking, I might have, and Penny and Dana, I, you've been waiting for ages. Sorry, I'll come to you straight after the break. Um, 
I think I might have stumbled on something in my head as Julie was talking. Why don't more women phone up, phone in radio station shows? Is that because they realise that it's pointless? It's a pointless exercise, isn't it? Is that because they realise the futility of it? Men, again, I'm just kicking an idea around. I don't know. Uh, you know, you listen to another radio show and it's all about Brexit. Should this Lord have, um, have quit the, the, the EU minister to, to the UK? And loads of men phoning in with their opinions, thinking that their opinions are important and are, 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 are that what they have to say, um, that what they have to say is going to have an impact on something. And women realise that phoning up to speak to, you know, a middle-aged bloke about Brexit doesn't solve anything. It's not going to get anything done. I don't know. I'm really struggling with this one tonight. And I hope you don't mind me struggling. Um, and I hope it's not too dull, but I, I would like to get my head around this. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We're going to persevere a bit longer with, with women-only calls, I think. Um, and we are asking, why don't more women phone in radio stations? What can I do to encourage more women to phone in this show? And also, 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 same rules apply. You can call in about any old rubbish. Okay, any old rubbish. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Penny, Dana, I'll come to you straight after. I promise. Uh, women only calling in, please. And I've seen a few disgruntled men uh, pop up on the switchboard. No, thank you, not tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's a message from the Haters Club Dedicated to the one I love I've been cursed by your wicked kiss Once felt it's forever missed Forever missed I'm a member of the Haters Club And I'm hating every minute of Me without you, you without me Give me some
listener, Ian Lee, Late Nights on Talk Radio. So we're kind of kicking around some ideas and thoughts, and I don't know... We're not going to solve this problem. Of course we're not going to solve this problem. But it's, I think it's a conversation worth having. Um, when I started doing this show here, we uh, had uh, a really we hit a really sweet spot where it was about 60% blokes calling in, 40% women. Some nights, in the minority, but some nights those figures would swap. Um, and it's uh, it's been coming more and more apparent over the last couple of months that it's mainly blokes that phone in now. For whatever reason, some nights we might get two two women calling in, some nights we won't get any. And it's been just p- p- puzzling me a little bit as to why that is. Is it something I've done? Is it the culture? Is it the station? Is it phone-in radio as a whole? And, and as a fan of phone-in radio... Um, It does occur to me that not many women seem to phone in. Maybe I'm listening to the wrong shows. But not many seem to be phoning into the shows that I'm listening to. So, why don't more women phone in speech radio? First question. Why don't more women phone in this show? And what can I do to address that? Um, And also, you can just phone in and dick around. Or twat around. I don't know what the correct... I don't know. You can phone in and mess around, okay? You, the, 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 the same rules apply. Um, and I know we've got a lot of new listeners for the first time because Farage is on the other place. I mean, um, and this is perhaps not the show that if you, if you've just flicked over, um, for a, a respite from the hate, um, this is perhaps not the show that's going to keep you hooked to the station. My bad. But the, the rules for this show are really, really simple. You can call in about anything you want. Not Brexit, not Trump, unless you have something absolutely unique to say about those things that has not been said anywhere else before. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We call you back. Tonight it's women only. Let's see how we get on. Penny! Good evening, sir. How are you? Hip, 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 Penny. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. It's been a while. Yes. Um, two w- things. Wagwan, Penny. Wagwan. We... Sorry? Wagwan. Wagwan. What? what are you saying? I'm saying Wagwan. <laughs> I'm, so... <laughs> I'm saying Wagwan. Okay, I've what? obviously missed a joke. No, 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 there's no joke. It's it's um, street um, patois. It means... Oh, okay. What's been going on? Wagwan. What's been going on? Um, quite a lot. Two things before I forget them, because oh. I've drunk a whole glass of wine while I've been on Yay! Hold. Penny! This is brilliant! <laughs> Number one, your son is adorable. Which one? The one you had on last yeah, night. Yeah, you're right. The other one's annoying. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> So you're saying that my other son is I've annoying? I've not met your kids. I've not met your kids. My daughter's met your I've, kids, and I've, she said they were lovely. Yeah, I've met your, I've met your the, kids. Um, yeah, no, but no. my, my, my eldest son, I nearly said his name there. Um, my eldest son, who will be seven in two weeks' time, uh, less than two weeks' time, uh, was was on the radio last night, and he was so over that he I fell heard. asleep immediately after. The boys, oh, the boys um, listened to it this evening, and the youngest one said he had um, strict instructions for him. He said, um, next time you talk to him on the radio, say daddy is bonkers. So they're already <laughs> kind of planning pranks and all kind of things oh, like that. Good. But he was... I was uh, ask if they listened back to it and what they thought about it. They listened back to it and they, they were in hysterics, apparently. Did yeah. he think his voice sounded funny? Uh, well, the, no, because kids don't have that. Because because everything is recorded, everything is filmed, Mm. and everything is recorded, and they've seen themselves back, you know, and heard themselves back millions of times. I did make a point about six months ago of buying um, a cassette recorder, cassette 
recorder, oh. just one of those rectangular ones yeah, and yeah. some blank tapes. And, I, and I, I've been encouraging them to record tapes, to make mm. tapes. But no, they, they, they know what their voice sounds like. I think he thought he was being very naughty and he was being very funny, but he was... Um, yeah, he was. He, he was good. He His was good, wasn't he? he was, was quite something. His confidence was really, really good. He was. My make- son for Christmas got a train station where you can record your own station announcements. See, like the wooden train oh, track thing. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids have had so much fun over Christmas yeah. recording station announcements on that. I oh, think it's the best thing ever good for them. That's brilliant. It's very cute. Very My boy cute. was and really secondly, making me. He was really making me laugh when he called in though, because he doesn't talk like that. When he, you know, he's doing all the sound. <laughs> oh yeah, my brother's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do that and i'm thinking why, why is he doing that and also because i don't like um saying their names in in public because mm. i think it's private mm. you know and and, and mm. also i think it's unfair on them they've not made the decision to be in this business yeah i, I do the same my kids have um i call them little miss c and master c online because i blog them that and that's their names i don't use their real names yeah. online and i think so. that when they get older and they can make the decision whether they want to you know be in the you know the, the spotlight or whatever then that's entirely up to them but we and i was trying to explain this to them when they were going to call up for new year's mm. eve and, and they didn't understand it so we came up with a cunning series of nicknames where the eldest is a and the youngest because he's into the flash at the moment who's a superhero is, is the flash so you may have heard reference to the flash last yeah. night and that was <laughs> that was him so a and the flash and he, he found he takes great pleasure in winding me up by calling me ian lee that was that was very very cute Little very cute anyway go on number two number two so, number two was you're doing a rabbit hole thing at the end of january as well aren't you uh, there is one at the end of January, there is one uh, okay. February the 19th, and one March the 26th. Ticket well, I was just checking, because you were giving dates out earlier, I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to one before that. But you're, you're going to one on uh, the 29th of January, you're going to the premiere one on the Ooh, Sunday exciting. the 29th of January, where it could Very all exciting. fall apart, because apart, we don't quite know. So it's a phone-in show, where me it's and Kat are on the stage. Yeah, it's, it's experimental, and it's going to be a podcast, and we're on stage, mm-hmm. and there'll be 100 people in the audience and members of the audience will be invited to come up and join us on stage if they want and sit with us and people will hopefully phone in and Skype in. That's that's the plan. What could possibly go wrong? Not much. Yeah, not much. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, look, and the, the, the 19th of February is, is selling very, very fast, so that's exciting. Excellent news. Um, on to the subject of women, though. Yes. This is a funny one, because I don't know if you remember, when you first first floated the idea of doing a women-only show yes. ages ago, mm. I phoned you up and told you not to. Oh, were you one of those pe- I know. I remember two other b- b- people saying not to. I- I'd forgotten that you were one of those people. Mm. But uh, at the time, if you, I don't, you probably don't remember, but at the time, I couldn't quite formulate why I didn't want you to do it. And I yeah. still don't think I can quite formulate my argument very well about why I like the idea and why I don't like the idea, if that makes sense. This is this is the so, thing with this whole conversation tonight, is it's really vague. And it's not criticism, it's because so it's vague difficult. for me, and it's vague for Kath, and it's, it's really and it's vague. Seems, it seems full of contradictions as well. Yeah. So my background is that I went to an all-girls secondary school, yeah. so from the age of 11 up to 18, it was just women. Yeah. But I went and did science and maths A-level, so double maths, physics and chemistry, which... I might not have ended up doing had I been in a mixed school because I think, as Kath mentioned earlier, you do get this there's this theory that at school it, when you're in, or when you're studying together and you're mixed, often women won't speak up as much in class, won't right. you won't be prepared to ask those silly questions, all yeah. that kind of thing. So maybe I don't know if I'd have been at a mixed school, maybe I wouldn't have done the same subjects. Don't know, yeah. but I went from that all girls school to then going and studying engineering at university. 
and then working in a very male-dominated environment as an engineer. So I kind of had the two contrasts. And to be honest, I much preferred being surrounded by men, which sounds a bit weird in a way, because they think much more like I do. Whereas at an all-girls school, I felt like I was in completely the wrong place because I found myself surrounded by women who didn't think like me. I had very different interests to them. I was staying up late listening to Nick Abbott. They were staying up late talking about boys and painting the nails. (laughs) You know, and it's it's a huge difference, though, isn't it? You know, no one else that I was at school with understood why I sat up late listening to the radio. They just didn't get it at all. Um, and I wonder if that's just p- partly the way we're all wired in that, you know, you don't get as many female callers just because women aren't as interested in listening. I don't know. I've not seen the stats. Oh, I, and I don't, I don't have the breakdown, the, the breakdown of, of what, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's more blokes listening than it is, uh, is women. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm quite pleased that wherever I go, I tend to get a significantly higher percentage of women listening than the previous presenter. It's, it's still more blokes than, than women, but mm. I, I, I tend to attract more women than a lot of other, uh, radio presenters, which I'm, I'm, I'm jumped mm. by. It's just, it's just get, getting that, is there anything I can do, Penny, to encourage more women to call in? And that sounds like a real patronising um, uh, question, but I, I, I can't think of a, a better I, way I of phrasing it. I genuinely don't know, to be honest with you. I really, really don't, because I think it's also this thing of, oh, is it that some, is it that the majority of women aren't so confident about hearing their own voice? Maybe. Um, I mean, I do a bit on community radio locally, yeah. and I've tried to get other female friends to come on and do interviews and you know do little slots and things like that and and more of my friends are nervous about doing it than my male friends um but then i'm also at the moment looking at um i'm doing a podcast at the moment with lee who you know who runs the talk radio facebook group and we've had kyle on tonight and we're planning to have dana on soon all this kind of thing so we're doing that and i'm quite happy talking and, and stuff but the other thing i'm looking at doing is setting up another podcast oh. with a group of um, women that i know from the wi yeah and there we're having conversations and again finding that women are like oh i'm not sure i want people listening to me whereas if i don't know when we talk to blokes to come on the podcast that i'm doing at the moment they're like oh yeah fine Whereas funny, women seem more nervous. Why, again. Funny, while you're saying that, Cad, Alan Caddick keeps keeps ringing up. Alan, not to, not tonight, Alan. <laughs> give it a break, for God's <laughs> sakes, man. Give it, it, which just proves to me he doesn't listen to the radio show. Imagine phoning up a ra- list of callers who list, who phone in but don't listen. Caddick, Ken, Nigel. Imagine phoning in a show that you're not listening to just because you think you you got uh, you deserve the right to come on and talk rubbish. Penny, I'm going to move on. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. Dana, you'll be next. Then it'll be Zena. Uh, then it could be you, dear listener. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, come on. Let- oh, I've just dropped my pen. Hang on a second. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I got so excited there. My arms flailed around. That's not the pen I just dropped. Those are the droids you're looking for. That's the pen I dropped. There we go. Right, let's crack on. Dana! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Dana. Um, no cake. No, this, you're still not on cake, are no, you? No, but I tell you what, I'm, I'm really hungry. Um, <laughs> I'm really hungry. All I've eaten today is I have mm. five biscuits. Individual biscuits, yeah. Five, five, five hobnobs. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had a chicken and bacon sandwich at Costa. 
Mm-hmm. And then I went to a spin class. Good. Did spin. Um, spinning, yep, good. Um, oh, Dave's... Hang on a minute. Do you want to hear a really angry email from Dave? Go on, read, read, read. Farage, Nigel Farage is on the other station right now, spouting yeah. hate and bile and, and splitting the country asunder and being yep. a little bit racist, right? Well, he is. Farage's ratings are shooting through the roof. Well, uh, hang, hang on a minute. He, he's only been on for two nights, so you don't know that. But anyway, that you could only dream of. And that is why LBC employed him. Your old, tired-out format of middle-class, liberal, lefty diatribe of pointing your finger and accusing people of racism and hate is a complete failure. But then again, you are a failure, Dave. No, no, no. I don't. I don't point the, the, the finger at uh, uh, people accusing them of racism and hate unless they're a hateful racists like Nigel Farage. So I'm happy to do that, Dave. But I don't. I don't. I don't do it very often. It's just a hateful. It's just a hateful racists um that that i I do it to but dave you're listening hang on a minute i'm confused dave you're listening to me you've you've listened to me despite the fact this is insane here we go right so dave you know that um uh, mine fuhrer is on the other radio station right so uh, because you're such a fan of him you're not listening to him instead you're listening to Middle-class liberal lefty diatribe of finger-pointing. And then, you not only are you listening to that, you're then going to talkradio.co.uk, the website, and sending me an email saying that this show is rubbish and there's a better show on the other station that you're not listening to, Dave. What does that tell you about you, Dave? It tells you, it tells you, Dave, you're a bloody idiot. That's what you do. You're listening to the wrong show and emailing that show, Dave. You're an idiot. Anyway, Dave, so, sorry. so confusing. Um, no, I was going to say, it's such an interesting topic. Um, well, it's not a topic, I know, but such an interesting... What you've been talking about is yes. so interesting. I wish... I really wish I had something so... Oh. Well, oh, hang on a minute. Say, hang on a minute, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you about to say that you've, got, you've only got a damp squib? What is a squib? It's damp. It's damp squib. It's not squid. What is a squib? <laughs> what is, is a squib, explosive? Dana? Did uh, I is, say is ex- squib? It's explosive. It's not a squib. Isn't a squib an explosive? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Here we, here, are you gonna make a cup of tea, Ed? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, you're right. Damp squib. It's it's an explosive, and that would make sense because if you have got a damp squib, then when you push the plunger down, you can't it's blow not up. Go off. You can't blow up um, uh, 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 the Nazi. Um, you can't blow up the door off of the Nazi gold safe. The safe, no. No. or wherever it may be. It, it's just going to make a <laughs> noise. Exactly. Exactly. It's a damp squib. Bibs and bobs. As I'm saying, such an interesting topic. I really wish I had something Another so think coming. Destructive to say, but I haven't. Oh. But it's just, I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of speech radio, and a long, long time ago I did sort of hospital radio, and I, it's the kind of thing I'd like to do again, but I don't know, maybe, maybe there aren't enough women in, in radio. I'm not sure. And yes, I suppose my, I'm a little complicated, I suppose, you know, being transsexual maybe you know and i do worry about my voice and, and stuff like that but it, it's just i suppose there is a confident thing hang, and on, I a know second, hang on a second because you we've, we've we've never really um uh talked about you being transsexual and you, and, and uh, you've met you just mentioned it there so i'll be done i'm asking yeah. right no. to 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 um 
change gender, right? Yeah. That must take an enormous amount of courage that I can't even begin to to consider how brave or strong or whatever the, the right word is to be born one way and then go, this is not right, and then change gender. That must take an incredible amount of, I don't know, I don't courage is probably the wrong word, but... But it's what, it's what had to happen. Because let, let's put it this way, and I won't, won't bore you, I won't go on for too long, because I know you've obviously got Caddick ringing in. Oh, uh, Caddick's not getting on. on. We've got no, you but... and Xena lined up, and then that's it. <laughs> then the switchboard is free, so you take as long as you want. The, the thing is, I knew, I knew roughly from the age of five that something was wrong. Yeah. I can, I can literally go back to the age of five knowing there was something wrong, knowing that... I didn't want to be on that side of the classroom. I wanted to be on that side of the classroom. But instead, I was stuck in the middle of the classroom with the other geeks. And that was fine, because I'm a geek, and I enjoy being a geek. Um, But I just wanted to be on the other side of the classroom, not the one that the people wanted to put me on. So I knew from the age of five. Of course, I didn't know what the name was. I didn't know exactly what what it meant. I just knew that something wasn't right and then obviously as i grew up and got older um you just start to realize that what nature the hand that the nature dealt you but, isn't isn't the right one but the um and there'll be other radio hosts going kids at the age of five they don't know all of this rubbish <laughs> all of this this hateful nonsense that we don't know but um uh, when we should be asking questions and trying to understand instead of going, kids don't know what they're thinking. This is outrageous. Teaching kids so, about this. But um, there's been an explosion in that recently. Have you? Yeah. The, the, this is that thing that there's that whole big thing now because you know back back you know, you know I didn't obviously go to doctors until until a lot later yeah. and, and talk to people. It was just fine. But you're hearing more and more about parents and going to doctors yeah. with children. Yeah, yeah. Because people because we're, we're 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 beginning to understand it a little bit better. Yeah. Some people are getting, but right. You must have been through so many momentous moments in your life that would yeah. many people would would balk at. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the first time you wore women's clothes, um, yes. going to your doctor, um, telling your family, uh, having operations. You know, having brutal yeah, yeah. operations. All of these th- th- things. Uh, uh, I, I keep saying bravery, and it sounds a bit patronising, but I can't think of a better word. So I hope you'll you'll be all right with it. Yeah. Um, and yet, you and yet you 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 say five minutes ago you're a bit nervous about talking on the radio. Well, I was because I know how bad I sound, and I, you know. What do you again, mean bad? What do you mean bad? Well, it doesn't it doesn't sound right. Um, you know, my I, I I hate the telephone honestly. Yeah, and um, uh, I don't use it very often. Um, I text, I email, I'll, I'll, but. Uh, you know, and I recently was doing a job where I had to be on the phone, and I was constantly being called the wrong thing, constantly. Now, once or twice, it's not too bad. Like I, when I hired the car last week, they initially called me the wrong thing until yeah. I told them my name, and it comes up on file, you know, who I am, and then they then they realised, yeah. and they cr- and and it hurts. But when you're doing a job and 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 people are constantly calling you the wrong thing, it hurts. Yeah, of course. So so. It, when I, you know, I, I, I've been listening to you for years, um, and it was scary to ring in that, but, but after I did it, I, my hand, I just thought I had to do it. Yeah. And it does become a bit addictive. 
Yeah, and yeah. it does, it does, and the, 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 my sort of the people I live with, my flatmates go, oh, you're ringing in again, are you? Oh, <laughs> you know? oh, it's, going on. I'm, I'm, it's like I'm having this relationship, you know, it's, yeah. it's, but, but I, I suppose I'm, I'm very conscious of, of how I sound, yeah. and, you know, I, I have tried speech therapy, it just didn't work. But what do you want to sound, what, you want to sound higher? Yeah, I, I would like it to sound higher, I would like it to sound, I suppose, more feminine, but, you know, I'm stuck with what I've got, so I just have to make the best of what I've got. And I've heard it on the podcast because you know, you occasion a couple of times I've been on your podcast, and I thought that was going to be so scary to listen to. Mm. When 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 suddenly I hear you on the recording go, and now Dana, instantly want to press press. You know, oh god, well, yeah, no one likes listening back to themselves. Blind, and it doesn't. And even I actually don't think it sounds too bad. So I've got used to it, but. It is terrifying, and, and I, but the nice thing, listening to the last few people that you've had on, yeah. they've talked about their voices, and they said, you know, that, oh, I wish it was a bit more this and that. Oh, I think and everyone has that, though, Dana, uh, and, it, uh, and you, you feel that yours is, is more acute because of um, what you, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the fact that you're trans. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like when I, you know, I walk in a shop, and, and sometimes I'll get called the wrong thing you know because i'm tall and yeah. you know i'm i'm you know you know bored and and, it, and, that, and like i say it does hurt every time you get misgendered it hurts yeah i'm not you know and and i can i can tell you or i can honestly tell you going back 20 or so years all the major occasions in my life where i have been attacked and insulted by people i can tell you what they said yeah. i can tell you where i was i can tell you what they were doing but of course they won't remember because that was 20 years ago it yeah, doesn't yeah, affect yeah. didn't affect their life yeah. but it, i suppose you know so every time you get misgendered whether it be in reality or whether it be on the phone it is i suppose it is it is a it is a kick in the bits let's mm. put it that way um and I suppose there is a real confidence thing. I do listen to a lot of speech radio, and I, I'm trying to think. Do you? I don't think. I don't know if you get any other transgendered people. I'm not sure. I think you've had one or two, but you only hear Dana, one or two. Dana, I, I wouldn't know. See, no, no, no. Let's say right that, no. Um, I think we had, we did have someone who identified as trans. Yeah, before one I, other, but I, I don't know but, about any others. But as to why. I know I've gone round in house, round in circles, and I know I'm probably not making sense. But why women don't ring? I don't know what the answer is because you know I listen to a lot of speech radio, and I don't know. Maybe it's a confidence thing. For me, it's a confidence thing. And and you're the only station I ring. You're the only program I ring because I really don't have the courage to ring others. But because you make it so easy. And you're so welcoming, you and Kath and Ed. You're so welcoming, right. and you make it do, so easy for people. Here we go. Do you mean to? Ch- I can. I, I, do you mean to change that? Dana, yeah, naff off. Up yours. <laughs> Up yours. Cut her off. There we go. Gone. Up yours. Uh, uh, Zena, you're going to. I'm going to come to you next, and then we got no one after that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And what's interesting is no one is. Everyone is kind of quite vague and woolly uh about this uh, which is great because i don't think because there isn't a, 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 an answer there is no correct answer and there is no solution to this we're asking tonight why don't more women phone in uh, the speech-based radio shows and why don't more women phone this show and only women can phone in 
And it's been going all right so far. 0344 499 1000. I've only got one more call left on the switchboard. So um, we'll have a little think and see how we go. But I, I would thoroughly recommend you can call in. You can also call in and just mess around as well. You know, if you've got if you had a rubbish day or you had a brilliant weekend or something stupid happened at work, you can call in with all of that stuff as well. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> Dave is still listening to a show that he doesn't like when there's a show on another radio station that he claims he likes. Why are you listening, Dave, you muppet? You're the bloody shouty idiot. And by the way, I'm not the idiot. I'm, I'm shouty and bloody, but I'm not the idiot because I'm not listening to a radio show that I don't like when I know that there's a radio show on the other station that I would like. James Whale is a good friend of Nigel Farage. Does that make James a racist in your eyes? No, it doesn't. But here is the shocker. James Whale was also a great friend of Bernard Manning in the 80s. What the hell has that got to do with anything? I expect at the handover tomorrow you will tell James Whale off for being good friends with racists like Nigel Farage and the late Bernard Manning. Dave, you're right. Dave, you are. Do you know what? I'll make an exception, right? Women only call us tonight. Dave, you can call in. Because I don't think you have the ability to communicate via email. First of all, your spelling is atrocious. And secondly, I have literally no idea what you are banging on about. So no, no men can call in apart from Dave from London. Dave C. I think we know what the C stands for. Chisholm. You absolute... Mi- I tell you what, no, of course James isn't a racist, you muppet. What James is, is a, a terrible, terrible person to follow um, when you're doing a radio show, because his studio etiquette is awful. I come in here and I want to set up the studio and, t- and make it the way I like it, turn the lights down, turn the heating down, and he'll just stand there gabbing away. And the thing is, he's old. He's a pensioner. So I can't say, look, so, sorry, mate, could you jog on? He's an old man. I'm not going to be rude to an old man. I respect my elders, Dave. But he's a pain in the ass. So while I respect him to his face, I'll also be sending an email via my agent to the boss. Okay, Dave? 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 It's not your name, Dave, and we both know that, but still, it's fun shouting at you. Uh, Zena. Hello. Hello, Zina. You're right. Yes, I'm fine. Yeah, thank you. Um, I just sort of phone in about the thing about why women don't call. Yeah, we phoned in about why women don't phone in. And I realise there's a delicious <laughs> yeah. irony there. Yeah. Um, but uh, go on. What, what, what do you reckon? What are your thoughts? Right. Well, it just reminded me. It sounds strange, but it is related of a thing that happened recently with my daughter. Yeah. I've got I've got three children. Yeah. And I won't start going. Oh, all my children are great. I won't do all of that because that's and horrible. Well, are, are, but, um, they, are they great? Are, are all three of them great? No, of course not. You know, they're Good. human beings, you yeah, know, it's yeah, all, it's all normal stuff. Yeah, all normal. Have you got, um, now don't answer this question, Zena. Yeah. Have you got a favourite? Oh, that's difficult, isn't it's difficult, it? It's difficult, isn't it? But there's three of them, so st- the, the odds of them all being your favourite. <laughs> Come on, you must have a favourite. 
No, I, I'm, I'm in denial. I can't answer that. Zena's got a favourite. <laughs> Zena's got a favourite. I think it changes, doesn't it? it you it, see one part growing and then one's horrible one day, and it's it's, it's like people, isn't it? It's like your friends. Yeah. Ima- imagine. Imagine. Um, how old are your kids, Zena? If you don't mind me asking. Um, thirteen. Right. Is a female. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Is a boy. Yeah. And eight is a girl. Okay. Right. So this hasn't happened yet, but. You know, there's probably going to be. I don't know what your relationship was with your parents, right? But, 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 but my with my parents, there was a few years when it was fraught. Um, there's going to be a, probably going to be a period in my life when my boys hate me, and there'll probably be a period in your life when at least one of your children, yes, uh, pro- yep. like proper, pr- I hate you, hate you. You're well, not, oh, my, do my my upbringing was very bizarre. Anyway, my great grandmother brought me up. Oh, yes. She adopted me when I was four, and she was 74, and I was kind of brought up in a time walk with Charlie Chaplin and, oh, just, wow. you know. So, yeah, that's, some, that's a different thing, anyway. Blimey. Yeah. Anyway, go on, sorry. I'm, I'm, yes, sorry. I'm, yes. So, shall I, take, shall I say my little girl's name? It's up, up to you. It's up to you. Yeah, well, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, well, it's been slightly public in the school, anyway. So, it's Lily I was, I was yeah. going to talk about. Yeah. Um, she's one of those kids that kind of, she likes to try anything and have a go. Yeah. And she normally ends up fairly good at it. You know, she'll try hardest and do all right. So, you know, I've done these little sailing clubs and she's kind of got gold and done okay. And she's in, you know, what you know, stuff you do, cubs. And she goes hiking off and, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So all this stuff you do. Um, so anyway, she does go at everything. So she's in the school playground and she just thinks I'll try anything, you know, whatever. So she's there playing football. And, of course, it ends up realistically. It's a load of little boys, isn't it? Yeah. She ends up being the only girl. And she's quite good at football. I've seen her. She's yeah. not like really rubbish. So she's mucking around, and they all just completely ganged up on her. Oh. Girls in rubbish at football. Picking holes in her. Criticised. Made her being goal. And I know that can be kind of accept, you know, expected in a way. That's kind of how things are a bit in the playground. Yeah. But it just got really quite extreme and a bit nasty. They're shoving the ball in her face really oh. hard. They're physically hurting her. And yeah, it's got yeah, all yeah. a bit, you know, like wrong, nasty wrong. Yeah. I thought, oh, no, what can I do? I thought, no, that's too much. So I went to school, had a chat with them. And I kind of, um, I wasn't going to email you yet, but I can't find it. I wrote a poem because oh. I thought, what can I do? Uh-oh. Yeah. It was a bit of a kind of a Pam Ayres kind of well, thing, you know. Hang on a minute. How is it? You wrote a poem about... <laughs> I wrote a poem, yeah. Because I thought, I'm going to embarrass... I'm gonna, I want to embarrass the little boys so that I won't, you know... A couple of them are really hardcore and, and, and deeply nasty and physically kicking the ball in the face. So I thought, no, I can't let that happen. No. And I thought, you know, I can go in and go, ranty, ranty, ranty. And um, whatever teacher will have a quiet word. And I thought, no, read them that poem. <clears throat> Which just, you know, it was kind of hilarious and made them look a bit silly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that was my point, really. And I just think, you know, she's going to grow up kind of culturally a little bit repressed in areas. I can see it happening already. She'll think, you know, I'm bringing her up to say, have a go at that. And if she's good at it, fine. You know, carry on and grow like we all do with our children. But I can kind of see it already, you know, next time. She's not going to do the fucking yeah. thing. Or something, something else will be a bit I'm, on, I'm intrigued with this poem, Zena. So what, you went mm-hmm. and found yeah. the... What, did you read the poem in the class, or did you find the boys and corner them one at a time and read I, them I poem? wrote the poet. When I say poem, I know poetry's a bit boring, you know, but it was funny. It was hilarious, and, you know, and it's like yeah. slight little put-downs and sort of whatever. You know, he's just saying something, you know, oh, I can't find it, but I will email it to you. Okay. I'm sure I can find it by tomorrow. But, yeah, and I just said, look, read that to them, please. So, and they did that. Oh, hang on, what, the, the teachers read it? 
Yeah, he, he loved it. He's going, oh, publish it and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, he said, can I keep it? Can I do a talk and assembly? And oh, I thought, oh, no. You know. Here we go. you got one of them. Oh, one of them. But, I mean, Lily was mortified. She's, she's kind of thinking, Mum, go away. Yeah, you know? yeah, of I course. Did, it, did it, it stop them bullying her? <sighs> you know, temporarily. Right. But, um, what can you do? <laughs> right, write another poem? I, I mean, probably. Write a song. I mean, in the end... At the end of the poem, I just kind of said, you know, next time just invite her and just look, she's pretty good at it. And what's the problem? You know, in other words, yeah, that kind of thing. But is you know, is, so is, is is Lily good at football? I'm not just saying it because I'm the mum. Yeah. You know, she's really like pretty oh. okay. <laughs> she's not going to be professional. I'm not like you know making out she's ultra amazing. She's not, yeah. but she's you know she's pretty good. She's okay. And yeah, also, at that age, everyone should, everyone should just be able to have a go at everything, you know, if they want to do, exactly. the, do it and they, they, they enjoy it, let them do it and enjoy it. Yeah, but it's, it just shows, really, that culturally already, strongly, things are kind of there with the boy-girl thing. They've got it in their heads. All girls are really rubbish at football. They're all saying it at her, to her, being horrible. But some, of think, them, some of them will be saying it because they fancy her. <laughs> Don't I know you, what you mean. Don't you think mm. there's, there's that thing, if you can't kiss them, hit them. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, so, so there will be some thing. of them will be doing it because they're, they're, they're horrible, but um, mm. they're, they're, a significant number of them will be doing it because they fancy her or they're attracted to her um, and they don't quite know how to express it or to you don't I know what that. they're feeling yeah. or I get that. they don't want to look I, soft or whatever. I wondered, and this sounds horrible now, but I wondered if, because, you know, she does, like I said, she did this sailing thing, she's got gold, she's brilliant, you know, and it was yeah. mostly boys, few girls as well. And I think some of the boys kind of thought, oh, you know, oh, the girls beat me. And I wondered if, because she's okay at football, not too bad, I wonder if they felt a bit intimidated all oh, the little girlies kind of all right yeah maybe there know. was some of that yeah maybe know. there was some of that yeah i know it's a new little thing but you know in her little life kind of all these things are impacting already i think oh what can i do not a lot really no <laughs> but it's like i said i can i can kind of like see her in the future where if she might want to really try some sort of quite blokey thing in herself she might think nah because of incidents mm. like this and oh, maybe yeah, 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 of Mm. And you're saying that's why you don't phone radio st- shows because <laughs> you're a nan kid. No, no, I wouldn't say that. No, no, I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to draw oh, a conclusion I'm... when there isn't really <laughs> such yeah. a, a linear conclusion. Zena, nice one. Thanks for that. I appreciate your okay. call. All right, thank thanks you. a lot, and lots of love to Lily. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dave's um, ha ha ha. He's emailed again. You muppet, insult me as much as you like. I am getting under your skin now. Job done. And he, he, keep, he keeps trying to type the abbreviation for by the way, which is BTW, but he keeps doing BTY. I am not coming on your show. That would deprive you of women callers. Phew. Dave, you're not getting under my skin, mate. It's, it, it's called um, pantomime. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of, of, of theatrics. I'm, I'm getting emails from someone who's obviously a bellend. I'm reading them out. I'm doing an angry voice. And um, you 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 keep replying, you keep listening, you keep listening. We're laughing at you, Dave. You keep listening, mate. Just you know there is a show on another radio station that you would like, so you're listening to one that you don't like. 
Oh, David, I love it. I love listeners like you. You're my favourite ones. 0344 499 1000 Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm starting to get a bubbly head because, you know, I said yesterday, I've come off some of my pills. I've come off my metazapine. And um, it's a little over a week, maybe nine or ten days. And um, I've lost nearly a stone in weight in a week. Nearly a stone. Went from 16.7. Last time I weighed myself was 5.10-ish. Um, so, in- in- incredible. But uh, it- it's, give- it's given me a slightly bubbly head from time to time. And it just it's-, it's just sort of above my eyes. It goes all bubbly. And I can't really explain it. It's not the electric shocks. I'm glad it's not the electric shocks. Because I've had that one. I've given up or forgotten to take other antidepressants. This is, um, it's a bubbly thing and I, I feel a little bit nauseous, but I'm actually, I'm quite hungry. My appetite is coming back, which is not great because I was enjoying losing a lot of weight. Um, the sleep, this is the thing I forgot to mention the other day. Susie, I'll come to you in a second. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. The sleeping is terrible, man. Absolutely terrible because the metazapine knocks you out. You have one of those bad boys. Um, you take it an hour before you go to bed. So I popped one when I was halfway home from here. And by the time you get to bed, you're out for like 12 to 15 hours. And you have the maddest dreams, like proper nuts, paranoid dreams. I mean, real anxiety, it's an anti-anxiety drug, but the, the, the dreams are full of anxiety and paranoia. But brilliant, you know, wonderful, wonderful experiences. Um and my sleeping since since I've stopped taking it has just gone to cock. I'll I'll get home and I'll get maybe th- I'll struggle to get to sleep. Then I'll get three hours and I'll wake up about half six and I'll be wide awake, buzzing, thinking I might as well get up. I might get up. I might get up. And I'll lie in bed for an hour going, I might get up. I might get up. And then I don't get up. And I fall back to sleep for an hour. Then I get up and then I can't have a doze in the afternoon when I'm knackered. And I'm knackered. Can't sleep. Cannot sleep. Suze. Good evening, Suze. Hi. Hi, Suze. How you doing? I'm good. You know what? Just listening to you just then, you sound exactly like my husband. He oh. had... He had bad anxiety yeah. um, and was on tablets, and that's how he started listening to you, because oh. he just couldn't sleep. So someone recommended um, your show, and it would just, you know, stop the thoughts it that sent, he it had him in to his sleep. head. Yeah, well, not as such, because <laughs> that, that's not quite no. what I meant. But what it would do is it meant he could take his thoughts away from, you know, whatever it oh. was that was going round and round yeah. in his head, and he could listen to kind of what everyone else is saying um, and think about them and concentrate on them rather than, you know, all the whirlwind of thoughts oh, that brilliant. Oh, was, that's you know, good. going on in his head. Yeah, so, but I think that's also why maybe not many women phone in because my theory on this yeah, was on. that, you know, for me, when I have things that I, you know, I struggle with or have problems, then... I have a big network of girlfriends that yeah. I can talk to. And girls just, you know, we share things and we talk about our feelings and blah, blah, blah. But for Sam, he had a, a massive group of friends, like so many friends. And yet it was a, very hard for him to talk about his anxiety and the kind of depression side and, and yeah. all of that with them because they didn't, 
it, it just wasn't what they talked about when they all went out. They talked, you know, they had banter and they talked about the old times. They talked about football and yeah, darts yeah, and everything. Yeah. They don't talk about, you know, how you're getting on with your tablets and, and what's your head doing with your anxiety and yeah. what's your insomnia like. It's just not what they talk about. And your show, people do, you know, at least once a night someone's talking about that. If it's not you, it's someone else. Yeah. And I think for Sam it helped him because he could tell those other people going through the same things he was. Um, and it was like, you know, a group of friends, really. It just happened to be that he was listening. And I just wondered whether, you know, women don't need to call in as much. It's the, the men do because they can't talk to their men friends about these things that they talk to you about. Do you know what? I think uh, t- nearly two hours into the show, I think we might have we might have hit something solid. I think we might have got, and it's not the answer, it's not the complete answer, but we might have found an actual um, thing that we can certainly purchase. It, it, if we talk about this show specifically, um, and we do talk a lot about mental health on here and stuff, and I'm, I'm mm. perhaps I'm way I'm too honest. I don't know, and I give away too much of myself. I don't know, um, but um, it, it, it's in yeah. Men could find this as an outlet to talk about the stuff that they can't talk about with their friends that they struggle to talk about with their friends. Mm. Um, yeah. But the rest of phone in radio is all like Brexit and Trump and stuff like that, <laughs> isn't it? And which is boring, and which is very boring. It's going to wind you up because there's always going to be someone saying something that annoys you and isn't your thoughts. And it's just, and it, we've heard it a thousand times, and it doesn't matter how many Seems. times people talk about Brexit, we can't do anything about it now. Like, it's done. And it's boring. Uh, whereas this is real life and it's people's real emotions, and it's just, you know, whether it's Caddick coming on being funny and being him or whether it's someone being sincere about what they've been going through yeah it's real whereas brexit and all that stuff isn't real it's just going on in the you're good you're good brexit and all that stuff isn't real it isn't real you're right it's not tangible it is just floating around and you've you've summed up totally my view on a lot of these other radio shows and stations is that they're there just to wind you up and to get you angry and to get you scared and to so that we all point the finger at other people and say it's their fault it's their fault it's her fault it's 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 all of that and um you're right i'm i'm making a real effort to if i'm listening to a radio show and it's just angry rants I'm, I'm making a real effort to switch it off because I don't mm. want that anger to kind of be a part to be a part of me. I don't want to experience yeah. it. Yeah, and it's and you know all that anger about things like Brexit. It, as as you're saying, you can hear that anywhere. Whereas last night, the guy with the terminal cancer was inspirational, you yeah. know, and his phrase is what it is, is actually, that's my phrase. I was taught that a long time ago by one of my bosses. He yeah. just wanted me, wanted to shut me up, so I stopped moaning about things. He's like, Suzanne, it is what it is, don't fight the tank. And the to tank. hear him say it... Don't yeah, fight don't, the tank? Because the tank always wins. You can stand <laughs> up and the tank will roll well, over the, the you. So sometimes it, yeah. you just have to learn to step aside, because yeah. otherwise you'll get rolled over. But that guy yesterday was, you know, the way that he's approaching, you know, what's happening to yeah, him. It's incredible. Bit of, of yeah, and it's really real because 
um, Sam, who, you know, is my husband, um, who we started watching the show for, unfortunately, he died on Christmas Day. Oh, um, God, I'm which, sorry. You know, was, no, that's uh, fine. And so I'm listening to your show every night, and I'm so sad you went on uh, between Christmas and New Year, because, you know, that's what we did every night. We oh. had your show on, and I would fall asleep, and he would... Stay up till God so what happened? If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to answer that yes. question. I, I realise it's no, a really impersonal no, thing. No, that's, no, it's fine. So, um, he was 42 and had, um, he'd just been diagnosed in November with cirrhosis of the yeah. liver. And that was something that um, was, you know, and he also had severe anxiety, so that didn't really help. Yeah. So no. No, it's not going to be helpful, It's not helpful on the anxiety side. And so Sam was really facing, you know, this year would have been kind of a lot of medical stuff that he would have hated. And the reality was he needed a transplant and that just would have been awful for him. And so on Christmas Day in the morning, he um, had a heart attack, which was very sudden um, and we weren't expecting it. But, you know, when I look at things now and kind of processing what's happened, you know, I didn't really... We didn't expect him to go, and you know, he's only 42 and not kind of what I didn't expect to be a widow this young. Um, but when I look at it and I can kind of step back and think that whilst you know, I miss him and all of his friends, and you know, it's a massive outpouring for him on Facebook, which is wonderful because he was a lovely man. But this is probably the right thing for Sam because he was really struggling with the thought of everything that he was going to have to deal with this year in terms of the transplant and the whole medical side and his insomnia was really bad because of processing all of this and so you know for him it was quick it was painless and you know Mm. it probably was the best thing for him and and because I love him so much I can look at that and think you know for him it's the right thing it's just not really the right thing for the rest of us he's left behind but for Sam it you know it it probably is the best thing you know so yeah thank you so much for sharing that that's okay um but uh, yeah yeah Yeah, well yeah yeah exactly yeah how are you doing you're right yeah I'm all right I've got um I'm very lucky I've got really good friends and family and Sam was you know an amazing man he everybody loved him literally he would walk into the room and the whole you know within five minutes everybody would love him and be his friend and because everyone loved him so much they're all all his friends are really you know giving me lots of support like they want to look after me for him and he talked to a few people about you know he was scared about what was going to happen and the transplant i don't think he could see past the transplant like he just was so scared about that that he had said to quite a few people, you know, look after me because he was scared or, Mm. you know, worried for me being on my own and and stuff. So everybody is, is, you know, being wonderful, really. Um, And just great things are happening. He was a great photographer, just amateur. People want to put on a show for him this year of his photos, which are wonderful. And then he was a big supporter of Charlton Football Club. Yeah. You know, you've got to be a real fan of Charlton to yeah, be yeah. supporting Charlton Football Club. But look, yesterday they had their first game of the year is a memorial game. Um, and even though he, you know, it was really sudden, they managed to get his name in the programme oh, and they put balloons off, for, you know, him and, and the others. And it was lovely. So a group of us went yesterday 
and so little things like that, you know. Suze, I hate I hate to interrupt. I've got I've got to go. I'm, I've already dropped a break. I've got to go to the news. Yeah. I feel terrible no, saying no. that when you're sharing no. this incredible story about Sam with us. No, that's no problem. Well, it was nice to kind of come on because Sam had yeah. said for a while that we should phone in, and we never did. But you know, it, your show meant so much to him, and it's it's a great show. And keep it up, and don't talk about Brexit. Keep talking about the stuff that you We're doing do. Brexit and Trump in the next hour. <laughs> so oh, brilliant. <laughs> I'll have to go to sleep. Well, th- thank, you, thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate <laughs> it. It's nice right. to speak to you. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, oh, blimey. I mean, uh, dearie me, that was an incredible call. Janie, I'm going to come to you after the news. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Here we go. Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee, on air and off the leash. On Sork Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um... Susan Downs just tweeted me, and um, isn't it funny to make a connection outside of the phone call on the radio show and online? And um, that, that, thank you, Suze, for that um, call. It has touched a lot of people, a lot of people, getting a lot of um, messages about that. That was incredible. Well, this is um, paid off. Does that sound a little bit too demeaning after what you know? Some of the calls we've just had. No, I, I think we can get away with it. it, it this is paid off. It, it, it's um, the show tonight. It, it was an idea that I've had for a while that, you know, about four months into the run of this show, we hit a really sweet spot where it was about 60% men calling in and 40% women. Sometimes it would flip over, but it was generally that way. And the last few months, it's dawned on me, it's mainly blokes phoning in. It's mainly men. Some, some nights we won't have any women calling in at all. Um, and some nights the most we get is, is two. Um, and it, it, I, I've just been questioning over the past few months, is it me? Is it the station? Is it phone-in radio as a whole? What What is it? So in a slightly patronising way, I guess, although it's it's not patronising because it's meant sincerely, um, women only phoning in tonight. Uh, we're sort of loosely trying to get our heads around why women don't phone in speech-based radio shows. Um, uh, 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 this one as well in particular... You can tell it's a real. I'm having real trouble trying to verbalise this concept because I don't quite know what the concept is. But also, you can phone in and just talk rubbish as well if you want. You know, the the rules are of the show. And a quick reminder for all the new listeners we've got: the rules are, you can call in about anything you want apart from Brexit and Trump. Because as Sue said, it's boring, and everybody's heard it a thousand times. You can you can only call in about those things if you have something new and unique that has not been said in a phone-in radio show before. And here's the thing: you won't. We had someone try and phone in once and do it, and it was, they embarrassed themselves. So, with that in mind, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Oh, what a thrill to see this name on my switchboard! It's Janie Godley. Hello, my darling. Hello, Janie. How are you doing? You're right. And happy New Year to you and yours. Happy New Year. How long do we do that for? The Happy New Year thing. You, uh, that's it done. We, we never mentioned. We finished. Again. Okay, good, good, good. That's that's it. We are now officially 2017. Who does? I remember when um, 1999 sounded futuristic. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. And I remember meeting you in 1999. Was it? Was it 99? Was that the year? 
Yep. It probably was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, it was. In the 20th century. We we grew up back in the in 20th century. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the days when you had to choose between BHS or Betamax and <laughs> choose wisely. Back we, in those days. Which did you choose? We we backed, I, I always backed the wrong horse and my family backed Betamax. And I, I remember getting beaten we up at school BHS. for Betamax. Did you? Yeah. Yes, we went BHS. But, We've always been. And my husband's one of those that were not allowed to get anything because it's going to get better next year. <laughs> so poor Ashley spent her whole life going, can I get, no, they'll be fashionable next year. Can I get a PlayStation, oh. no, wait till you get PlayStation 10. He, can I get, so we never, ever really get that's anything. That's kind because- of genius. And it's sort of how, that's sort of how my thinking goes. I I, I tend to relent a bit easier and, and, and buy things. But I do think, well, if I just wait another six months, that'll be down by 100 oh, quid. And shut up. Not I, when you've got a kid. No. You have to just buy the first set of My Little Pony and then build on it and stop saying one day it'll grow into a horse. Just, <laughs> just do it. But having said that, I've been listening to your programme and how amazing was with Susie and Sam's story, and you were talking about women not calling into the show, and I'm not going to recall it all and drag us all back into how do we feel about that emotionally. That was bloody amazing. And unbelievably, the most best piece of radio I have ever heard, a woman talk coherently about her husband's feelings, her husband's death, and you handled it so well. And this is why a lot of women maybe don't always like... I don't like talk radio. I get into cabs in London, yeah. um, and and I like that's because I like my racism close up, so that I can hear <laughs> the guy on the radio shouting loudly about football. Yeah. And I would love to come on that and just start talking football and annoying all the men. But maybe we should have it like after Coronation Street or after EastEnders. You know how all the men sit round and talk about football yeah. after a football match. Why don't we have all the women sit round and go? Maybe if Pat had said to Sam <laughs> that she didn't like her steak pie. I don't know. But women tend not to get into that because it's a very aggressive male thing. And they just don't want to listen to it. And if I want to listen to men shouting rubbish about football, yeah. I'll just walk into any pub and do it. And talk radio, for me, as a female listening in sometimes, yeah. it does tend to all be about men going, at the end of the day, the thing is, or the fact of the matter yeah, is, yeah. I hate everything you're saying. You are an angry man who hates Muslims, and you're shouting rubbish, and I don't have to hear it. And that's why a lot of women go, do you know what, I'm just, I'm going, I'm just going to go and read a book. Because I, 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 I think nonsense. the hatred, because I've got a real problem with the hatred on, on, on a lot of radio shows and a lot of radio stations. I don't get it. I don't get it. We did a mean yeah. show, Janie, a, a few weeks ago, where I did a mean show, where I was calling everyone I watched, snowflakes. I listened and I saw your tweets. Oh, and people got so angry. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, 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 I don't get the meanness. And the meanness in radio, it's, it's a fairly recent... Thing. I mean, Farage mm-hmm. is on the other station right now, filling in for someone. Nigel Farage is doing a late night. At cars? Yeah, he's just hanging out a window, screaming at cars, going raw, 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 raw. But he's he's doing it. Hopkins is on another. This this. Yeah, I this... bet you somebody wipes his pee pee with a hanky. I can't even listen to any of them. <laughs> it's just so demeaning and horrible. It makes my ovaries crunch and my womb goes all dusty and dry when I hear his voice. <laughs> Literally, my menopause goes, you're on the march. You've heard Farage's voice. That's it. Your room's going to shrivel. The man should be there just solely to help women's menopause come on quicker. That's all he should be used for. But the, the hate is, is you have got a lovely show, and I love when you talk about your feelings. And, and, and Susie was right. And 
what I wanted to add to that as well is something that a lot of people don't know, and I want to tell you this. My husband has autism, yeah. and he has depression, and a lot of people recommend listening books, which are brilliant for autism and for depression and for people who, who can't read and write properly. Yeah, like yeah. My husband has problems with that. Did you know that every single library globally, not just in Britain, have audiobooks that you're allowed to get free and can download in your house? So you just get your library card, you get your PIN number, you upload OverDrive or whatever program it is, and you've got access to thousands of audiobooks, which are brilliant for just listening to, and it's absolutely changed his life. He is now a Dickens expert, and he loves Rome, so he's now a Mary Baird Roman expert. So is that what he's he's going for? He's, he's, He's going for the Roman history? Mm-hmm. He loves Roman history and Dickens. But there's a lot of people out there don't know, and comedians as well. You know, I'm a stand-up, we talk about comics. Yeah. They all buy audiobooks, but your local library, keep your libraries open by using them for audiobooks as well. I just thought I'd get oh, that. Oh, no, good. Listen, I'm a bit... I'm good a... for... It's good for insomnia. I'm a big fan of libraries in general, and uh, my boys are always in... Actually, we've not been for a little while, there's me saying that, but um, I'm a big fan of of libraries and going in and getting books Mm -hmm. out and and going, oh, I'll have this, I'll have this, and going and sitting in the library and working. I love it. Me too. When I was a kid, it was an absolute sanctuary for me. When I was a kid growing up in Shells and in the east end of Glasgow, I had a really difficult life. I was abused as a kid. and My parents were broken up and people were alcoholics. And my one thing was to go to the library. And the silence and the smell and that Victorian building and that order when I had nothing but chaos. Here is order. And there's this beautiful sense of order where I could sit down and pick out a book, and nobody would say, don't touch that, yeah. don't do it. And I would sit down and open a book and read. And, you know, last year, sort of two years ago, I went back to Shelton Library, where I was brought up, and I did a talk, and I have a book of my own out. And it was the most touching thing I ever did. I actually saw my wee Janie in the corner oh. reading a book and thinking, this is what's amazing about libraries and books, and especially audio books. So people who have got anxiety and stress... yeah. Audiobooks are so blimmin' expensive. Get them free off your library. They are free and not just the rubbish ones. I went to the rubbish ones. I went to my my, my library when I was growing up was not quite as impressive. That is a horrible 60s block in Slough. But I hadn't been there since I was about 13, 14. They've just closed it down and moved it somewhere else. But I went in there about a year ago for the first time in, I don't know, 25 years. Mm. Longer than that. uh, 30 years. And, um... It was like going back in time, Janie. It was the walking up the stairs, and they hadn't changed anything in it. It was all exactly yeah. the same layout, and it smelt the same. Yeah. It smelt the same. It's amazing. I went to um, Clyde Bank Library to do a film with Josie Long, and they've got a Victorian library. I don't know anything but Victori- Victorian libraries. Yeah. Round the corner from me in the West End of Glasgow, we've got the library, and it's a proper old brown Victorian sandstone building, and it's got the tiled floor and the high arches and the turrets, and it's beautiful. And But people who have a lot of problems with mental health mm. problems, audio books are free. Yeah. 
on your library. So I urge people to do that. But you're right. It's a really good idea to get women to talk to, to call in. Um, women aren't always good at voicing their opinions. Um, and as a female stand-up, I see this, you know, that some women are like, oh, I wouldn't do a stand-up because you get shouted down. And yeah. as soon as you walk on stage, men always judge a woman straight away. They don't judge men. You've got all those things. Oh, women aren't funny, as- Janie. We know, we know that it's scientifically no, proven women aren't funny. I know, it's unbelievable how I've managed to buy a house. <laughs> I don't know what the bankers think. Does that attitude, do people still have that attitude? I guess they do. I yes. guess they must do. It's incredible. I mean, they it? do. I had a, I did a gig at Christmas at Wild Cabaret, which is my local club in Glasgow, and it was a brilliant gig. It's Christmas. They're all sat down having a nice dinner. And one man shouted something, and I can't remember what he shouted, but you know me, Ian. I could, I could slam, yeah. slam anybody. Oh, you've got a vicious And I slammed them in second. I'm vicious, you know? Yeah. I owned a pub for 15 years, so a heckle to me is a Tuesday. So I'm like, <laughs> boom, shut him up. And he was so annoyed because all the men at his table were laughing. And he was actually leaning over going, don't laugh, don't laugh. Wow. And he was getting so angry. And I thought, he he's really angry. And I can see why women wouldn't speak in front of yeah, him. Yeah. You know, why women would be scared to voice their opinion and stuff. But not all men are like that, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. I, I love your talking show, your radio show, because you do talk about subjects that other people don't talk about, and you do reveal a lot about yourself that exposes well. yourself to people on Twitter saying, we think you're a diddy. <laughs> well, you know, do that and just mute them, and then they scream forever, yeah. and they don't know you're not listening. Mm. But, you know, maybe that's because, I, you know, I'm good at arguing. I've been married for 36 years to a man with autism, so I'm a brilliant <laughs> arguer. You know, I can get right into the nitty-gritty of arguments. What are you up? Are you well, what are you doing at the moment, Janie? Are you busy? Yeah, well, it's, this is a nice time for me. See, I don't like Christmas and New Year. Yeah. A, my brother died five or six years ago. Oh, uh, six man. years ago now, New Year's Eve, and then my husband's mum died New Year's Eve. So we are like, yay, oh, the most inconvenient family. Yeah. So Christmas is such a stressful time. We've all got to be nice. And Ashley, my daughter, who's you know, who's also a stand up, yeah. She was saying the other day, the problem with Christmas, Mum, is everybody has all these happy families. You see it on TV and they all sit round and they've all got Christmas jumpers and they cut up turkey. And my husband hasn't spoken to his six brothers in 20 years. And you're not really close to your family. And I had to do that thing and say, Ashley, most people don't like each other. You need to know you're big enough now for me to tell you this. Yeah. Most people aren't really that happy in families. That's why we find friends. Yeah. So that we can meet people that we like. So there's all this pressure. But... The 1st, the 2nd, the 3rd and the 4th of January is brilliant because there's no more pressure at Christmas, there's no more pressure for New Year. And my next big gig is I'm at the Groucho Club on the 25th. I'm hosting the Burns Night down there, Ashley and I. So I'll be down in London doing that. And I've got lots of gigs in between. I'm at the stand in Glasgow this weekend hosting it and writing lots of new stuff. It's a new year. And, of course, in January the 20th, which is my birthday, I get Donald Trump for my birthday. So (laughs) I'm going to go to Turnberry and have a wee-wee on his lawn. (laughs) Oh, Janie, you must come in one night. And I know you're, you're, you're miles away. But I'm we... down for three nights, so I'll pop in, come in for one of the in. nights to come down and yeah, see yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of you come in. And nice. I just would like to say thank you again to Susie, yeah. who spoke about Sam. That was one of the most touching pieces Wouldn't of the radio just... that I've ever heard. And she is an awesome woman that can face such adversity with such strength. She is an inspiration to everyone. So big up to you, Susie. Nice one, Janie. Speak to you soon. Thanks for calling. <laughs> See ya, darling. Bye bye. Nigel Farage gets his PP white for his mommy with a hanky. Bye. (laughs) 
Oh, she does make me laugh. Janie Godley on uh, t- Twitter, if you want to follow her. Uh, J-A-N-E-Y, Godley. Uh, thank you for that. L- Lana, I'm going to come to you in a second. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000. Um, Catherine Boyle has rejoined me. Yeah, I'm still laughing about Janie's as Mammy wipes his pee ha- pee with a hanky. <laughs> what an image. Oh, I love Janie. She's so uh, she uh, she's just hilarious. So it'll be fun if she comes in. I find her kind of terrifying in a good way. Though. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm a little bit intimidated by her because when, when she's talking to you, she's looking right at you. But um, and also because she's so quick. Yeah. Anyone that is that quick, uh, you know, I I like to think I'm quite quick. I'm slowing down as I get older. But anyone that quick, I just think I can't keep up with them. No. But you you we you were there when I did a show with her yeah, in Edinburgh, yeah, yeah. and I was a little bit intimidated because I don't think I'd met her for ages and she's been really nice to me on Twitter and she's just so lovely she is just she doesn't those... miss a thing though yeah and um it was it was a panel show and normally the panel shows they're they're scripted to you know people want to know the questions and let's face it it's a bit of a sausage uh, party isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 and shows. she said um i said do you want to see what the questions are she said, no don't tell me anything let's just do it yeah. and she was she was hilarious she was hilarious but she was also god this sounds like with the Janie godley fan club but you know i'm just really impressed by Janie, her. i love you I love you so much. She'll be throwing, she'll be doing the uh, throwing up fingers um, signal. But um, no, I just found her really and generous as well. It wasn't a fight to oh, get yeah, her no, answers yeah. in, was yeah, it? No, she's she's um, she's good. I'll be good if she comes in. Yeah. Um, Lana. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip. That, that sounded like a reluctant... No, um, no, no, she's, she's up for it. A, uh, that sounded begrudging. Hip, hip, hip. It's like someone's got a gun at your head, Lana. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. That's better. It's pretty. Yes. What have you got for us, Lana? Um, we met you in the St. Albans show. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Lana, and you sent me an email and I didn't reply to it. You're so rude. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm, well, no, I am rude. I tell you, I'm so bad at replying to emails. And so during the show, someone has sent me an interview they want me to do, and I've, I replied to them, oh, if I've, you've not got it in a week, give me a nudge, mm-hmm. knowing I, they won't have it in a week, because I'll forget about it. It's, what I do is when I get emails, is I go, and, and they're not ones you can just fire off a yes, no, I don't, you know. If they take a bit of thought, I look at them and go, right, that's gonna. I'm gonna need. That's a sit down email. Yeah. That's not a standing up, walk into the the car. That's a sit down. <laughs> got to give it a bit of thought. Email. I'm gonna do that when I next have my sit down email sessions. Which never, <laughs> which never ever happens. No, because when he's supposed to be sitting down doing emails, he's throwing nuts at me normally in the office. <laughs> I was throwing nuts at you tonight. I'm looking at a picture of you. No, you're not. That, yeah, that's Lana. Oh, right. I thought you were looking, looking at a picture, picture of, of you. Oh, the picture I said. Yeah, why would you... Uh, hi, Ian. I don't know if you remember me. I've attached a photo to jog your memory. What, <laughs> what you don't, what you don't um, say is in the back of the photo oh, is, yeah. is an annoying <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I met you at your St Albans show with my brother Fraser and my mum Fred. You said you could put me in touch with. Oh, flipping! I remember oh. those guys, and you were really impressed oh. by her as well. No, 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 no. no we're Kath, you, you, you're in big trouble here because you need to help with this. Why? You said <laughs> you could put me in touch with someone to organise a work experience at Talk Radio. Right? Did I? Did I actually say that? I wasn't there. And what? Are you, what are you promised yeah, people? You, it, not... 
I don't... Well, listen, listen, listen. I think you said she could come in. That, no, hang on. Guys, everyone, calm down. <laughs> I'm dealing with this situation. <laughs> I didn't... Right. I didn't say that I could definitely get you work experience. No, no, no. No, no, no you never said that. You hang on a minute. Who's, who's, that? Is that, who's that in the background? Is that mum? Yeah. Right, she, tell her to button out of it. She, she, <laughs> I, I know it's women only, but one at a time, please. Um, I'm not dealing with her. I'm dealing with you, Lana, OK? Right. Continue, Evu. What, what, did, what did I say? Let's remember the conversation. You said it was something like, it's not definite, yeah. but you'll see if you can get me in touch with someone. I can get... Right, who's, who's in charge of the work experience? I'm guessing that would be uh, Lauren. Right, OK. Well, can you get in touch with Lauren? Yeah. Did you just burp well, then? No, I didn't. I'm just having to think. You did a burp. That was my thinking face. <laughs> this la- this is Lana. very often. Um, Jen. You said. You know, la- la- Lana, why don't you just email me? I can sort it my out. My dates for work experience are Monday the 27th of February to Friday Ooh. the 3rd of March. That's a weekend. Oh, no, it's a yeah. week. Monday to Friday, you know. I know what are you on about. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, you also mentioned it well, would be... What did you say? Forward it to me and I'll send it What did it you to, say? I said forward it to me. That's not what you said. I said, I said for, forward it to me and I'll send it to the relevant person. All right, so that bit, we, we can send that to the relevant person, Lana, okay? Thank you. But they might say no. That's all right. But, but they, but they will see it, I guarantee it. They will it. see it and Kathy's going to um, say... You th- nice. You think she would be great at this. Yeah. But, but, don't, but say it, but don't actually mention my name. Or that I think she'd be great at it, because I don't want to get involved. Okay. But you also mentioned it will be possible for my mum, brother and I to sit in on one of your shows. Uh, does the office still stand? And if so, is it possible... Oh, look at this! She's got dates. No, to arrange it for the upcoming holidays. She sent this on the 9th of December. Oh, <laughs> 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 I made myself laugh with my ineptitude and rudeness. Did she put um, a red exclamation on it? <laughs> <laughs> you can come in over Christmas, Lana. Of course you can. Oh, the 9th of December. I thought that you sent that like last week. No. Oh. We haven't had a, re- we haven't had a chance to like sign up or resend it since Jeez, then. Is... You are so rubbish. Don't have a go at her. Oh, no, not... you. Oh. <laughs> you are f- flipping liability. Right, I'm going to okay. say it now. Right, right. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Here's what we are going to do. No, don't do Jimmy Savile voice. Oh, I thought you were doing me. No. Well, they're very similar, both from wow. sort of Leeds area. No, wow. not from Leeds. That is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. No, you no. are cruising for a bruising. You are cruising for a bruising. You, know, you, you shouldn't have to do him saying that, because he... Anyway, anyway. Shh. Steady She's on. What? She's only 14, so don't do that, boy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it gets worse. Right. Well, hang on. She's too young for work experience. Yes. But she can come in with her mum. If you were offered... What? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hang on a minute, Fred. Keep out of this, please. Please. <laughs> this, is, this is an integral moment in mine and Kath's relationship. Yeah. You said it. What did I say? You said... I was being polite. No, you weren't. You said they were nice. <laughs> yeah, I said they could come in, but only because they asked if they could, and I'm not going to go no. All right, well, so it's <laughs> I was just being polite. Tell them no now. She's there with her mum. I can't tell her no now. All right, we'll say she can come in then. <laughs> well, she can come in then. <laughs> tell her. <laughs> You can come in then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when would you like to come in? When's your next holiday? Chris- next Christmas? Can we do it next? <laughs> yes, the th- I did say the three of you can come in. Uh, of course you can come in. You, I, I, you're going to be too young for the work experience at 14. 
um, I, I, I suspect. Um, but you're more than welcome to come in. Of course you can. When do you want to do it? Maybe a Friday. Probably a Friday, yeah. Because then it's, uh, we can do it late night Friday. Cause it's not. It's a late um, night show, so that would be, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's integral. That's an integral part of you coming in, is that it's late <laughs> night. <laughs> no, we'll come at like 8am in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you... We'll now, you do that, ask for Paul Ross. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to be driving? I can't What, me? Well, because I tell you, because I, I get so anxious when people come. It, the, 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 I spoke to John Dredge, who came in on the mm. New Year's Eve show. They had a nightmare getting home. They, they were all walking he towards them. the loo. Oh, he did warn them, but they still were surprised we by it. We had a nightmare getting home. We were stuck in the street for an hour and three it's quarters. Like Dawn of the Dead out there. Um, yes, you can, yes, you can come in. Um, I tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to reply to your email. No, forward it to me. Well, this wrong. is it by, 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 <laughs> by, but but I'm going to CC Kath in it. Okay. Um, and you're going to hand over all responsibility to me. There we go. I've, I've given you a detailed reply. Kath's got the details. Bishy bashy boshy. What's the detailed reply? Yeah, go on then. I've written hello, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, hello, was polite. Yes, that's answer to the question. Okay. Every, everything. What, what, do you, what do you want? My biography? My CV? What, my movements for the next 24 hours? What do you want from me? I, I, the question is directed at everybody involved in this conversation right now. I want you to just... Let the poor girl say You dropped piece. the ball here. You balls up. I dropped it. You've ruined the young lady's even... f- entire future. I didn't even see the ball. <laughs> the entire future of her, of Lana, who's 14 <laughs> years old, is ruined I because of you. didn't see the ball. You popped it, put it in your pocket and forgot all about it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Like tonight, a plum. I think tonight's show has been a bit slow and clunky. Good. Bye. <laughs> but it was worth it. It... If even only to satisfy your curiosity. Okay. Who's that from? From a listener. Oh, right. I thought it was from a producer. My <laughs> mistake. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you on fr- one late one Friday night, okay? If, if not, we'll see you in March. We're coming to that show. Yeah, remind him there. No, don't, we'll sort it out. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really, really sorry. I'm mentally ill. Oh, I've got, oh, I've go. got mental health problems, and you're upset that I didn't reply to an email. Jog on, <laughs> jog on. It's the school that's not very happy. <gasps> <Hey>. School's involved. <laughs> oh. I'm in so much trouble. No, I, oh God, look, I'm standing. Why am I standing up? Because you know you're suddenly I'm standing up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I, 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 Don't you apologise to him, it's all his You're going to... At 14, I think you're going to be too young for work experience here. Yeah. But... Don't say but, as though you can I'll offer them something. give you a pad when you come in and some work to do. Well, I'll write a letter to your school, say, you know, saying that you work for us. Yeah. And you can have the week off. I will happily do that <laughs> for any young people that want work oh experience. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'll do... Oh, I'll do that, totally. Anybody that wants... <laughs> The work experience on their record, but doesn't actually want to do the work experience, I will happily <laughs> write letters saying they were here for a week and they did brilliantly. That will become a byword for skiving off. <laughs> Ian Lee Academy. Uh, <laughs> I my school email, so you've got the school name there. Yeah, I've got the, I've got the school. I'll send, I'll send an email to your head teacher, don't worry. We'll, we'll sort this out. I'll, t- I'll tell them you came in and we'll you were We'll take brilliant. some pictures oh. of you in various action poses when you yeah. come in, typing in that, and yeah. say bring you were some different, Bring some different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> like they do in green cards. Yes. That's exactly what we'll do. Yeah. Uh, Lana, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm rubbish, but blame it on Kath, okay? No. <laughs>
We'll see you soon. Unbelievable. That is... That is... Her future's ruined. You wonder why there's no women in radio? Because they've all asked for you for work experience. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I think it's safe to say we've worked out um, why women don't phone radio shows <clears> and <throat> that they're going to... They've apologised. <laughs> It's and they're going to change. They're from less now likely on. to come on and talk balls than men, apparently. Put my cardigan on. It looks like I'm wearing the same outfit as yesterday. It's a different shirt. Is it? Yep, yep, yep. Like Banana Man, you got the same clothes I repeated do. in your wardrobe. Well, I do. I'm like it's like the Fonz. The Fonz. <laughs> there was a brilliant uh, the, the scene in the fo- in the Fonz, the Happy Days, where he opened his cupboard yeah, and it was like all the same. it was all it was white t-shirts and blue jeans. Goldstein. Yeah. Noticed. Like a couple of weeks ago, he goes, Cassie, whenever you come in, you always look different. Like you do your hair different, you wear different clothes. I went, well, it's what happens when you work with women. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't, they know. don't, they don't. Though. They're not they used to it, are they, they? They know not what they say. Yeah. Um, um, Plus, I'm one of those women who likes to go in the dressing up box. <clears throat> Here we go. Ian, I find listening to your show generally relaxing. But? Oh, no. Whereas, though, ringing in is interesting and fun, it would not be so chilled. I thought you dealt with uh, very well with the recent caller. Um, oh, yeah, no, he was a, he was a knobber. Uh, Fawn. Fawn, that's a good name, isn't it? Mm. Sorry, I'm just adjusting my sleeves. You should have held onto your sleeve when you put your, yeah, your cardigan. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, my kids know that. I, did, well, I didn't know that I was going in for the long haul. <laughs> I didn't know what was going in. Got no underwear on because I, I went, don't need to know that. Yes, you do. I went to the gym, and um, I got to the gym and I hadn't packed a t-shirt to pump off in. Mm. So I, I quickly put everything back in my bag, and then I went to the car and I had uh, one Did of my t-shirts. Did you pump off with no pants on? No, 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 no. I was going to say because no, that, no, that's no. Dangerous. This is the thing. I had, I had clean underwear to change into, but when I came back, the bottle of water had leaked, so everything was wet in there. Everything was wet, and the t-shirt I was wearing was too. Anyway, uh, I, so I did the spin. I did, was wearing pants, although if I'm honest, um, a nut fell through. Oh God! This is true. It did. But you can't adjust it in there because that's going to look odd. Um, but when I came out, all my clothes are wet. So my cardigans wet. My clean pants are wet. So I just thought I'm going. I'm going alfresco. You know, I'm not a sporting person. I did no. take to running for a couple of weeks at one point. Uh, and I will do it again because I've got all the gear. You had a you had the five k uh, couch to five k out. Yeah, I, I, did, I was very but good the, at the couch you, bit. You'd run, but then whenever you saw anybody, you'd slow down and walk. No, I didn't slow down and walk. I dived into the undergrowth. <laughs> so you get a map at the end of it to show your route, and it was very erratic. Yeah. <laughs> and would often like disappear off in complete weird directions. But I bought some running pa- pants. Oh yeah, because it's make you go diff- faster. Well, I was finding it. I tried all the different options. Yeah. Chafing. Yeah, and running pants are the way... Fe- feminine chafing. Well, if you don't wear any at all... Because I was wearing, like, Lycra... Like, you know, Lycra... Do I want to say this? Lycra running ch- like pants, like trousers. What's happening So you, you don't want a VPL. You're, you're having a breakdown. So you don't want a VPL, so... But you can't wear... You can't wear a thong, because that's bad. You can't go commando, because that's bad. So I bought these massive running pants. And they're actually called running pants. Um... 
at the spin class today. By the way, we've got Are no we moving on. <laughs> I think <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saving you. You're 0344 So we did the class. But what I'm saying to you is they are available. You should get some. 45 minutes long, mm-hmm. right? And then the last, literally the last two minutes is we're cooling down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that bit. This woman came in, right? Signed in the register. Sat on the bike and started Sat it. Sat on the bike and started it, right? <laughs> and no one said anything. You wouldn't. Well, you thought the teacher might have done. The teacher would have said, we're literally just stopping now, right? Last two minutes. No, but it's embarrassing. So she sat down and she started um, spinning, right? You sure she wasn't ready for the next class? No. And, um... And then she said, the teacher said, right, okay, we're going to get off our bikes now and do some stretching. And I felt so sorry for that poor woman. And she... Fair play to her. She got off and did some stretching. Well, you would. You've got to go with it. You've got to commit. To make it look like, the, you know, she... I mean, that was just Style it out, it's called style That it out. was embarrassing. I'm good at those bits of exercise classes, though. I don't like the jumping about bits. I like the lying on the floor bits. Yeah, I, I don't like any of it. I know... I got into yoga for a while. Yoga's hard work. Yeah, but I loved it. I'm quite bendy. I'm just not very jumpy abouty. I think we'll go to a break. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, so over Christmas, I very nearly punched a dog. My fist was clenched. Right. Are you gonna? Why? I guess is the question. <laughs> so I took my, my dog out. She's only little. Little Westin. She doesn't she? know, though, does she? No. But so we took her out for a walk up the hill. And then this... This Labrador. I think it was a Labrador. Looked like a Labrador. Mm-hmm. Kind of came over. And then started going for her. Right. They're not as nice as they seem, those dogs. No. And she was getting really upset and was screaming. And I was thinking, right, how am I going to... And I, was, I, had my fi- I was ready to punch it. I, I've kind of always wanted to punch a dog in the face. Uh, do you know what I find interesting? Yes. Every other time we've discussed dog attacks, you've said you stick a finger up its bum. Do you know, I was... All I was, mouth. I was looking at Lara's bum the other day. I was thinking, I don't know if I could do it, actually. <laughs> Hon- honestly, I was looking well, at it. she was clamped onto your she arm. She was stood on the sofa with her back to me. <laughs> and I was looking at her thinking... Good! Good. She wasn't asking for no, it. No, I know. I know. But I thought maybe now's the time to practice. No. No. I thought, no, I couldn't. I thought, I, well, I tell, you, I tell you my thought process. I was looking at it and I was thinking, I could not stick my finger up there now while she stood there. And it's, it's so there's no not a chance in hell that I could stick my finger up a dog's bum if it's got its mouth clenched on my you arm. You don't know what you do in a, a moment of anger. God, I couldn't do it. I could not do it, no, because because it's a really tight little uh, little thing they got going oh, on there. On purpose, yeah. Yep, has to be. Well, that's exactly. Have you ever had your finger stuck in? Do you remember those old-fashioned uh, tea towel holders? Yes, I Don't do. Don't stick your finger in there. That yes. flipping hurts. Trying to get it out again. Yeah, we've all done that. Haven't oh, we? the last fifteen minutes of the show, wherever you had your finger stuck, <laughs> so many places. Really? Yeah. I was always that kid. Yeah, I um, I remember. I, uh, yeah. Wet wipes again, similar kind of orifice. You know, with the um, cross cut in it. 
Stick uh, your finger wet in... Wet wipes. You remember the wet white tubs that you used to get when we were kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I do remember those, so, yes. And so you could pull out and you would get you a get long them, stream. You get them, they're like, like compact disc cleaners. Yes. Yeah. Sticking your finger in there. Again, it, going in fine, coming out, yeah. painful. Yeah, it's um, it's strange, isn't it, that, that we we see a small hole and we want to put something in there. I think it's because of kids' toys. It's yeah. that and buttons, right? Yeah. Because when you're a little, gir- little girl or boy, yeah, we go. your first toys are all exploring toys. So yeah. it's press this button, this big red button, press it, right? This hole, stick your finger in it. Oh, I think it's And then the Freudian, rest of life, right? no, the rest of life, don't press the red button, don't stick your finger in there. Yeah. I think it's more Freudian than oh, that. I think it's don't. sexual. I think it's sexual. Oh, yes. Men putting their fingers in holes. Yeah, but I was always sticking my fingers in holes as well. What are well, you saying? You swing both ways. Oh. That's, and that's fine, you know. That's fine these days. Gosh. Yeah, let me... I'll take, hang on, I'll take that. Yes, line one. Good morning, Ian. <laughs> yes, Denny. It's meant to be women only this evening. Yeah, well, I said, I told the high pitch voice about that then. Oh, God, don't. That's, that's actually really upsetting, and there'll be there'll be people all over the country having nightmares because of that. Sound Sorry. like a horny Dalek. I've only just um, switched on, so you were tell something very painful. Though. Turn the, the radio <laughs> off, Dennis! <laughs> Every time. Every blooming time! <laughs> I've not got the radio. It's your damn telephone. Your your radio. Anyway, goodbye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a rude woman! Oh look, isn't it? Isn't um, isn't radio interesting? The yes. power it has, right? Because mm-hmm. we spoke to Sue's earlier on. Yeah. Who um, told us about Sam? Who used to listen to this show and it helped with his anxiety. I don't know how it would help with anxiety. I think it would. It could only make things worse. But um, he, he used to listen to this show and it used to help with his anxiety. He used to take his mind off of whatever was going on in his mind and he'd listen to this rubbish. Um, and Sam passed away on Christmas Day. Um, and then Sue sent me a tweet, so suddenly I can put a face to her and Sam. And then Wayne's just sent me a tweet. Wayne says, first time I've listened in a while. Outrageous. And I heard the call from Suze. Sam was my friend for more than 20 years. Oh, God. Um, thank you, Wayne. Uh, thank you. Uh, and radio is unique. Particularly phoning radio is unique. Because just like the connections that can be made. And you, you don't really get those connections... Anywhere else. Wayne doesn't listen for ages, and he, he, the night he chooses to listen, there's a connection with his friend who's passed away, yeah. isn't it? It's just... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Funny's the wrong You word. won't get that on um, Bile FM. Oh, well, here we go. He sent me another one. Saying, up yours, you're a knobber. I'm only joking. He's not, though. Suze is amazing. So strong. Sam genuinely loved your show. Mm. Yay, yay, yay. Well, I'm really sorry for your loss for everybody. I'm really sorry uh, for your loss. And I'm sorry that, that we didn't get to speak to Sam because he sounds like he sounds like he had excellent taste. But, well, you know, it's it's, radio. it's calls like that that make me realise, and this is going to sound, well, I'm going to say it because I'm just going to say it. It makes me, it makes me realise um, what a privilege it is. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that people <clears> trust <throat> us. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and, and, and uh, I'm going to be thinking about that call for a lot over the next few days because it, it it started off one way and um 
well, I wasn't heard, sure I heard what she said when she she said that he'd passed away, but um, it, it, incredible. So, um, yeah, radio is the best. Radio is the best. Um, and I was I was slightly upset, not upset, slightly faux upset, but my ego was my ego was bruised a bit because I didn't get the jump. I didn't get offered a slot on All the right. jump. I w- the I w- thing you told them not to give you. Yeah, I, I mean, admittedly, you go in a job meeting and, and, and they you say, I don't really want this job. It's probably not going to go well. But they said that there was someone similar to me that was up for it as well. And that was Mark Dolan. Mark Dolan has is, is, is got it. Um, and I, and I, I didn't want that job. You know I didn't want that job. Mm. I could have done with a big cheque for 40, 50 grand. That would have been really, really handy at the moment. It would have been about 50 grand. Um, but my ego was, oh, I can't even get offered, I can't even get offered. Yeah, but you didn't go in like you wanted it either. Well, but I went in, I went in for the, I went in for Big Brother meeting a while ago. I didn't even get offered the chance that, so it it affects, it affects one's ego. I know. And the ego we cannot control. It sows a little seed, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. And I'm glad I'm not doing the jump. And I'm glad I didn't get offered Big Brother because I didn't really want it. And it would have been hard to turn down because it would have been a lot of money. Um, but in terms of a television career, I've kind of, I've given up on that. And I've, I've got, I'm doing some Sky News this, this month and next month. And there's other bits and pieces. But uh, for me, radio is, is my career and it's what I think I am best at. And it is what um, I enjoy the most and it's what i listen i listen to the radio i don't watch tv anymore so i uh, me going for a tv job is a bit weird because i don't understand tv anymore whereas when i did the 11 o'clock show i used to watch tv all the time mm. um but radio is is, is there's, there's a point to this somewhere I'm, I'm getting tired and my head's wobbly radio is the best radio radio is the best because you get people you know we, we've started on a, 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 a slightly skewy premise tonight you know it wasn't a solid premise it wasn't I think this. What do you no, think? We had a little poke at something. Yeah, it was, and it was a real punt, taking calls from women only. Whenever we do these shows where it's new callers or something like this, I always think, oh god, what have yeah, I set myself up for? Yeah, but you know what? Aren't we lucky? Nowhere else would allow us to yeah. just have a little go at things like this. And boy, oh boy, hasn't it worked? Yeah. We, we, every call, without exception, apart from the one where I was shamed. For um, not helping someone get work experience. I mean, that was, I think, was inappropriate. I'm a busy man with mental health issues. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) This is a lesson, okay? Do you want to talk to him or do you want to talk to the woman who knows what's going on? (laughs) I'm going to start playing that card a bit more often. The mental health card. Just email me. Can I actually get a card printed that says that? So if someone upsets me, I can just get a card out that says I have mental health issues. Please apologise, otherwise I'm going to cry. But all the calls have been um, been incredible. I have. um, I've never had the dizzying heights of television that you have. I've had a little taste of it when I used to do Friday um, Friday Night Live cover shift for Look East, and I remember I've had a number of very small cameo appearances on BBC Lucky's, mm. one of which was standing in a field with a donkey. Oh. Um, the donkey wasn't impressed. Don't either. be rude about putting the name of... You know, no, the donkey no. wasn't impressed either. No. But I never fancied it because it just seemed like a lot of faffing about for very little reward, Terry. Well, but I don't know. Because I, I wasn't being paid a lot of money. Yeah, it was big bucks when I was doing but it. But I do like radio because it's from your brain to somebody else's really quickly. Yeah. I think we got we got trouble on the phones. Have we? Whose brain is on the end of the phone? Don't don't chat to them. Ed, let's let's deal with this. 
let's deal with this in a grown-up mature fashion he's trying to put them through oh gosh i think i know who this might be mm, let's deal with this in uh let's deal with this like adults that's that's what we need to do let's go okay. to uh it's lana's mum freddie that's right yes freddie what would you would you like to apologize for <laughs> the way that you and your feral family <laughs> God. behaved earlier on on the show <laughs> I was, i'm a bit upset because you cut me off i was gonna start talking you're gonna start what i was gonna start talking Oh, she's <laughs> gonna start talking. You cut her off. Just what, rude. I, what, just plain that, rude. Exactly. That's why I cut her off. The rudeness. <laughs> the rudeness of this entire family. It's outrageous. Uh, but Freddie, I do apologise. Uh, what were you going to start talking about? Well, we've been listening for the last hour, and um, you've been asking why ladies don't call. Yeah. I've got a theory. I'd like to hear your theory. We're always telling. Flipping knackered by this time of night. Mm. What, what do you mean? Why? I hear you. I hear you. Oh, shut up! This is faux sisterhood nonsense. <laughs> what do you mean? Why, why are you knackered? Because we have to do the work and yeah. the kids. Yeah. And so by the time it's, you're on, you're just too tired to phone. Right. Well. Well. Listen. Is, what, what, how how much effort does it take to? Um, Make your man a nice cup of coffee. Oh. <laughs> and then ask for permission to use the telephone. Yeah, I'll have to pay for the call. Yeah. Put ten pence in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a friend that used to do yeah, that? I we did. used to have a friend you have to put ten pence in the pot. Isn't that funny? That's when you had one oh, phone in the house. I was telling the children about that because I got one of those boxes from a charity shop the other day. <gasps> what? To put put money in? Yeah. They won't care. No one uses a landline, do they? No. And <laughs> remember um, telephone tables. We've got an old telephone, telephone. table. We've got a landline in our house, and yeah. I, I've got no idea what the number is, right? But every now and then I'll go into the... the it's in this the, the office, what we laughingly call the office, and there'll be um, some messages. And it used to be um, uh, from, like, PPI companies. Mm -hmm. But recently, and I must record them, it's from a lady with what sounds like a very, very strong African accent possibly oh. nigerian Has she got some money she needs to take no on? no 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 she is um she sounds quite upset that we are not calling her back oh. but she's not using my name or anybody's name that lives in there it's like <laughs> june june you must call me back uh it's urgent and it's like, so I'm, 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 i'll um pull some of those messages my off. landline is basically the bat phone if yeah. it rings it's my mum yeah oh god no one else no one knows my number Sorry, sorry, Freddie, we, we, we were talking, but go on, you want to say something? Just start talking. you got something more important to say. The only, you know, the only reason we've got a landline is because my mum phone. Yeah. And then the number is about three. I think we have you Have you finished talking? Can I cut you off now? <laughs> yeah. Oh. What? Again. But. I mean, have you not wronged that family enough? <laughs> she was about to start talking. Uh, <laughs> Um, um, yes. <clears throat> so, um, tickets, 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 tickets. February the 19th and the 26th of March. Those, uh, we got shows. You're allowed to come if you're a woman. Uh, yeah. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash 
Lee. So sexist. Mm. Um, so you can um, come and get some tickets, and you know it's kind of an experiment. These shows, they may. I mean, they, I'll say it now. They could be awful. They, but they might not work. We're, we're going to sit there with no real agenda and talk and hope people phone in. Oh, come on. You know you and I can wang on for England. Sorry. Yes. I don't think you're using the word wang in the correct... <laughs> I am! I think you're actually... Don't know what wang means. <laughs> okay. Wang is a Chinese fella. He lives down the road from me. Sorry, Mr. Wang. That you live near him. <laughs> He's awful. Wanging on with the wangs. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll do, I think, won't it? We've got, I mean, technically, we've got You should have let her minutes. talk a bit more. She was just about to start. I know, but it was funny. It's funny. Here's the thing, okay? It's funny to cut people off. Mm. That's, that is, that is humour. Uh, it's most beautiful to cut people off. Um, we've, we can fill for a minute by talking to Edward. Hi. Hair's looking a bit shaggy, Ed. Oh, you know, it's just grown out a little bit since I last saw you last year. We're literally only talking to you for another minute and 25 seconds I know. to fill. I know. Ed's I recently come back from Edinburgh. Why don't we ask him about that to fill? But I'm not interested. Go on then, ask him. Is it true... What Kath's... What, is it true... The rumour I've heard, I won't say you told me, that you've recently come back from Edinburgh. That uh, rumour that you've heard, that I've recently come back from Edinburgh, is likely to be true. I don't have any friends on Facebook, but for some reason I'm your friend on Facebook, because we need you to um, to, to launder some money. Um, (laughs) You made a pretty slick... That, that was just done on my phone. Edinburgh video you with titles. Well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, literally the first five seconds came out. I went, oh, that looks boring. So I scrolled <laughs> well, past it. I was watching it with him, so I had to see the whole thing. Oh, God. Yeah, how long good. was it? Well, ages. Hey. Um, what's that all about? That was just a video I did on my GoPro and did it on my phone. Stuff people do when they've got no kids. I got a GoPro, but I think I got given a cheap GoPro. If you've got the app, you can do it. Oh. Mm. Well, Ed, it's been really nice filling time with you. It's been great. You've didn't, still got another 10 seconds. Didn't though. take in anything he said. No. But it was a really nice... Noise. Nice. It was a nice buzz. Back tonight at 10. Ta-ta. Talk radio. Talk and entertainment across the nation. Talk radio. Give it some lift.